Speaking of floating on air, mm-hmm. my first buy is Mascots Trucking Kids. What? Bull enough alert. My last sale is Chuppa Chup Rappers. <laughs> You're looking vibrant, relaxed, youthful. Thank you. Yes, I, I, um, I don't feel any of those things. But <laughs> Neither do I. I don't look at... Where, 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 where... Oh, God. We've gone full nuffy. Well, you work to make a living. Weekend comes time. Oh, it's September. Oh, can you smell the liniment oh, in the air? I can smell it in the grass. I can smell it in my I nostrils. Can smell I can it smell everywhere. it in the atmosphere. The, the liniment in the grass, as you say, it's a beautiful thing. It can only mean one thing. It means it is finals football time, oh. and we're back for another episode. This is The Refill. I'm Chris Bowen. You are? Um, Tim Bahaja. Um, Bahaja at- Hawk. Bahaja Hawk. <laughs> I might run with that, actually. It's actually got a nice ring to it. Yeah. Um, I am going well, if you asked. How are you? Yes. How are you? Good. I'm also good. I, too, am well. Now, people have been messaging me crazy. I'm assuming the same thing about this episode. Mm. Because last yep. year we promised a huge episode. But not only did we promise, we delivered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and guess this what? Year, We've done it again. We've done it again. But this year we went a little differently. We were like, let's just no media buzz. Let's just go no guests, mm-hmm. no big names. Just it, you, it, me, <laughs> and the the Nuffies breaking down the games. That's what we want. And the only way the Nuffies can. Because you know what? People, people they didn't like, they didn't like Hutto big naming me and making fun of me. Uh, they did, but... Um, <laughs> I didn't like I it. I know, like, you know, if you want to hear these blokes, you jump on your radios or your, your Fox footies. You can see them everywhere. Exactly. You, but to see us, it's a bit more of a rare bird. It's I almost like say. an OnlyFans. You've got, you got to pay. Mm. you got to go onto like a weird website where yeah. you're probably going to get I haven't, red I've, flagged. I'm not sure what OnlyFans is, but... Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, me either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no guests this time, just so, you. So, no, no, we've um, over-promised and under-delivered yeah. in the only way we know how. And I'm happy about that. To yeah, I am too. And if you don't like it, ship off. <laughs> if you don't like it, stop listening like most Australians do. Yeah, but actually don't. Keep listening, please. Yeah, keep listening. Tell your friends. Tell your friends, tell your family. Even re-listen your to that episode. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, how you been, mate? What's what's the news? Oh, not much. You know, we're we're hitting the crunch time, obviously. Yeah, uh, it's just super exciting. Both our teams are top four, knee deep in it. Yeah, and uh, we've officially entered the it's the hope that kills you time of the year. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, it's oh. prepare to be heartbroken type type activity. Yeah, I'm I'm everyone knows I'm a quite a emotional mm-hmm. sort of a supporter yep. and yep hard on your sleeve kind of operator and i almost prefer to be irrelevant i.e Fremantle. <laughs> then i just i couldn't Essendon, think i couldn't think of a team North melbourne west coast gold coast <laughs> what are you in, pick a dozen yeah i almost prefer that because I, I the hope it does actually kill me mm. mm-hmm. so yeah, it's a, it's, and in, in I suppose in that regard, in um, 
welcome to Carlton fans for the first time in 10 years. Yeah. Uh, to the the Valley of Hope. Yeah, and there's a lot of a lot of Carlton fans who tune in. Ooh, and there's a lot of head wobble. A lot of head wobbling, a lot of lip throwing. A lot of peacock feathers out. Uh, I'm happy for him. Yeah, good on him. Good on him. I'm also happy for Michael Voss. We were hard on him. Uh, off the off the record, in particular. Um, well, off the record. <laughs> <laughs> off the record, behind closed doors. Very we scathing. Were, we were we were hard. On yeah. the record, I'd say he's had a pretty good year. No, um, yeah. On the record, uh, though, it's 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 never doubted him. No, never in doubt. Um, it is funny, and we will get into the games soon, but. In what about June? You looked at Carlton and Sydney's positions on the ladder, and you mm. thought no chance. Yep. Um, so they've come storming home, especially Carlton. I I don't know how they turned that around. Um, they didn't just like so to be to be fair to Carlton. They've completely turned it around. Mm. Sydney, I don't think Sydney's really turned it around. No, Sydney have just got. They've kind of limped in, if we're being genuine. Yeah, they've they've played some lowly teams, but they have had some good wins. One when they um, needed to. I still think they're like next year's threat. Yeah, yeah, with an easier draw. Easier draw. And, and you know, it's that, um, that yo-yo effect. You lose a grand mm-hmm. final, you go down a year, then you come springing back up. So, Yeah, um, some salary cap room cleared. Yeah, exactly, buddy. And Sydney's a desirable position, place to go. Sorry. Oh yeah, lovely, lovely part of the world. So, um, but yeah, no, welcome, Carlton fans. I'm sure you enjoy the next week potentially too. <laughs> Realistically, who outside of the top? I don't know. We're going to get into the games, but mm. obviously the top four sides. Yep. Uh, you know, typically are the teams where they're like, you have to win from. You can only win from the top four. Yep. Which has been proven not true. Mm-hmm. Who who would you who out of the bottom four teams are you least wanting to face? Oh, it would be Carlton just because of the rivalry. Well, no, but also they've won. What, how many in a row have they won? Like a lot. Zero, technically speaking. Well, sorry, yes, because they lost um, to the Giants. Um, one. Sorry, well, zero. Let me start that again. They <laughs> they. We're in red-hot form prior yep. to that. Um, they're co-tenants of the MCG, basically. Mm-hmm. So, again, if they face a Collingwood or Melbourne um, that second week, uh, I don't think it holds many fears for them. Yeah, I yeah. I would say... So that's who I wouldn't want to face. Yeah. But um, I reckon if Carlton were on the other side of the draw, they'd have a genuine chance of making the grand final. Mm. But the fact that they're on the side of the draw where you have to play either Brisbane at the Gabba or Port at Adelaide mm-hmm. Oval in a prelim. It's a bloody tough ask. Two tough places to play, mm. apparently. Yep, yep. Uh, so, especially Brisbane at the Gabba, like, no one's going to be Yeah, Yeah, good luck. Yeah. No, so, that's, a, that's a fair one. Um, I think, and I look, I think the Giants' um, game style, I think, again, they're like a 12 months ahead of where they probably, mm. where we thought they'd be. Yeah. I think next year they'll they'll be good as well, um, but they've just got a really good structure. And any team with a top five player in the comp in it, mm. i.e. Uh, the barometer, Tobias Green, the barometer is a threat. So yeah, yeah. they've got two elite T Greens. They do. They really do. Genuinely, yeah, they do. Absolutely. So, uh, who would you not want to face? GWS? Okay. Yeah. More so than Carlton. Yeah. Okay. I think so. 
yeah, I just think GWS, that win against Carlton. I know Carlton... Well, they, they rested a few. You know, Crips, no... They rested a few, also coming down from that, you know, emotional, we've made the finals high. Yeah. yeah. Um, that That's always, you know, that that whether you, they will admit it or not, it does take a bit of the wind out of the sails. Mm-hmm. But GWS had to win that. And they did. And in Melbourne, well. tough opponent, regardless of what we just mentioned. They didn't just win, they, like... They gave him a spanking. Yeah, they um, and almost enough to get a home final. Yeah, I know. It was, it was, was like, touch and go, wasn't it? It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. That Some St Kilda port, St Kilda supporters in this house were in licorice, all sorts. Yeah, yeah. I still, um, I'd still tip. Oh, look, we're going to get to that, but mm. uh, I'll keep your powder dry. I'll keep mm-hmm. your powder keep, dry. Keep it dry. But um, yeah, interesting. Very interesting. Mm. 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 Well, this this is. Basically going to be a footy-focused show. As it's a finals preview. It's what the fans want. It's what we've known for. It's what we've built a reputation on. Yeah. We're uh, we're not going to jump into the, the normal news. If no. you want that, go on to foxsports.com.au. Absolutely. Follow the links. ESPN. Yeah. Do your own yeah. work. Yeah, like buy, buy a newspaper or something. <laughs> exactly. But what we will do is we're going to jump in. We'll do our previews for each of the finals. We're still doing the stock market. Don't. Oh, exactly. Uh, you, we're, you, we're not going to. You can't say no to. Um, nah. you know, we're not going to deny the people that. Exactly. Um, but then we might touch on some just sort of other. Yeah, just some more topical bus. stuff and, and maybe some of the teams that got bundled out mm. um, and where, where they're at. Where to next? Yep. No. All good. I'm going to press a button here which plays water, and then on the other side of the water, we are going to get into the first game. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> so the first game, which is being played much to your sheer grin on Thursday night, it is the Collingwood Magpies. Get up there, you the bloody Collingwoods. <laughs> get a dog up here. Collingwood versus Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Now, the way we'll go through this, we're going to ask three questions. Yep. Why, who, and the X Factor. Okay, love it. Love so, it. So, I don't know how you've done this, but I've I've done a why for each team. Mm-hmm. I've done a who for who I think is going to win. Yep. Also just thrown in two X Factors for both. Okay, two. Okay, yeah. nice. One for each team. Yeah, nice. I started doing one, and then I was like, this kind of seems biased. Yeah. So. Yeah, thought, no, that's okay. Yeah, let's do that. So, seeing as it's your team, I'm going to let you throw it away first with the why for each team. Um. Well, Collingwood, the why for me is the depth and just the how hard this picking the 23 is going to be for them. Yep. Um, they've got so many. Like, uh, so Nathan Murphy needs to come back in. He's a lock. Darcy Moore needs to come back in. He's a lock. Bo McCreary needs to come back in. He's a lock. Who do you leave out? It's just, it's a great position to be in in terms of selection headaches. Mm-hmm. But I just think that depth, I think Collingwood were treading water for the last month. Mm-hmm. They had they had top four locked in long ago. Um, and then just the results kept on happening where they had basically locked, locked in top two. So I think they'll be, they've been waiting for this. They're fit and firing. Um, no injuries except for Nick Dacos. It's a big one, but um, yeah. So that's my why for Collingwood. Mm-hmm. What's your why? Uh, my why is pretty simple. 
best team in the league. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, little blimp, as Ken Hinckley pointed out. You know, mm. doesn't really matter if you're the best team in July, but and August and August and all that September maybe. Yeah. But yeah, Collingwood's pressure untouchable. Yeah, for for most teams this year. Uh, you talked about the injury thing. I actually look at it as, from a similar uh, point of view. You know, a lot of people say they go, "Oh, they've you know started to get a lot of injuries late," but having you know the uh, Nathan Murphy, Darcy Moore, Dacos sort of come back in, all that means is that some of the depth guys are getting meaningful hit outs yeah. towards the back end. Like it's all good and well to have you know, say Finley McRae to have a game round two or round three. Yeah. That means, you know, almost nothing if you're going to have to throw him in yeah. in an elimination final. Yeah. So I look at that as, a, as an actual benefit. Um, you've got games in the guys at the right time of the year that you're potentially going to need in a real danger moment. And it's just, it's a pretty simple. You've been the best team all year. You've got the best pressure. Yeah, as long as that pressure comes back and returns, which I'm mm. almost certain it will because I'll be like hungry dogs. Mm. Um, yeah, so I think the closer it gets to uh, Thursday night, the more bullish I become. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have a wife at Melbourne or are you just... Yeah, no, I think... Um, oh, they're a genuine threat. And um, honestly, whoever wins this game, I think it's got one hand on the cup. Mm. Um, just in terms of the week off, the MCG prelim home final. Um, but my wife at Melbourne would be... It's basically Lever and May. Mm, yeah, I just think if you the um, twin towers, yeah, the twin towers, Collingwood are prone sometimes to not lower the eyes and just sort of whack it in there mm-hmm. long. Um, when they when they've got that transition fast running handball through the middle, they don't because it's mm. just it's sort of broken open. But when they have to slow play it a bit, which Melbourne will be trying very much for them to do, yeah, it's it's those it, shallow it, entries, yeah, shallow entries. It's sort of you know as as good as my check and mixed day, and that will be. Lever and May, just it's They're just better. their bread and butter. They're better. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like they, so, that's how they make their they've made their money. So that would that plus obviously you got Petrarca, Oliver, Gorn. They've got some absolute superstar talent. Mm. Um, I think for yeah. So for me, Melbourne can absolutely win this. I think either way the result's going to be under two goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's my why would be the twin towers back there. Yeah. So my why was. I think I just wrote the word composure. Mm. I just think if you're if you've got a team that probably can say handle that pressure from Collingwood and sort of weather it and not completely go frazzled, get caught up in the moment, it's probably yeah. Melbourne. Yeah. Just for all those players you've just listed, been there, done that. We're not talking about like you know like a a team that's won three premierships like Brisbane, but they've won a flag. All of these guys have played yeah. so much meaningful footy. Yeah, uh, come September, October, mm. it's it's just hard to say they're going to get overwhelmed by the occasion if Collingwood's full press comes. Yeah, uh, and this is this is I'd be interested to get your thought because this is my thought, and I can understand how you or anyone else would have a differing opinion. So the last game of the year from Collingwood and. Melbourne's perspective, I actually look at it as a positive to Melbourne and a negative to Collingwood. So you talk about Collingwood's sort of been on cruise control. Yeah. Well, 
I'll lay down Sally Pearson. I'll start, that's not Sally Pearson who laid down. Lay down <laughs> Sally, Sally Robinson. Sally Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Essendon. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a training run. Whereas it was, and it, lo- and it was a training run game. It was a shocking game. It was a terrible game. Whereas Melbourne had this genuine hit out against Sydney. They did, and with nothing to play for, they they impressively st- stood on the um, throat of Sydney at the end. Yeah. And um, and I, I look, I look at that, and I say, I'm giving Melbourne a tick for that because yeah. if I was a coach of a team, I would rather my side have gone through that Sydney hit out than the Essendon hit out. Yeah. So I just threw that in there as a little weird little because you've got to factor in as well. We've got a week off. Yeah, absolutely. So I think you know a lot of there's a lot of uh, clangers out of form and blah blah blah. And look, we did. What we need to do in the first quarter, kicked eight goals, won by 70 points. So I'm not too worried about the Essendon game per se. I know exactly mm. what you're saying. Though. I think Melbourne had a better hit out, definitely. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it's one of those things. But it did come at a cost with Melksham, who, who's been in red-hot form. Yeah. Um, they, they, David King, Lee Montagna, call him the diffuser in terms of taking a um, an intercept marker from the opposition and, and yeah. not only holding him accountable but also kicking goals himself. So What Richmond tried to do to um, Ali Ali mm. weekend, which didn't work. Yep, so that's a big loss. Um, but, yeah. Your X-Factors or X-Factor, you don't have to do two. No, I've got one of each. I, um, for Collingwood, for me, it's Bobby Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, just because when he plays, he just adds a whole new dimension of speed that is – really evident when he doesn't play, to be honest. Mm. Um, breaks the lines, um, especially in that transition when Collingwood get their handball game going, he's just unstoppable. So I feel like he's going to have a very important September. So he's my X Factor for the Pies. What about you? Uh, mine is one I think you're actually really going to enjoy. Mine's uh, Tom Mitchell. Mm, oh, nice, yes. Why did you get Tom Mitchell? Because uh, he's a stoppage clearance piglet. What does what do those two little piglets from Melbourne do? Well, Petrarca and Viney. They're little stoppage clearance piglets as well. This is what and you know what he's been managed and yeah, sort he has. of yeah, he the, the, has. the NBA load managed. Mm. Yep. Had thirty three on the weekend mm. in a training run. Yep. He's ready. If if I'm Craig McRae, I'm giving him a I'm giving him a lot of vocal treatment this week. Yeah, no, that's a great. And look. not like, not um, like no, sort of encouragement. Like, this is this is hey, you. This, this is, is why your, we got you, boy. This is your game. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's a great call. Mm. I, I do worry when when Collingwood play Pendles, Mitchell, and Adams all in the middle. Oof, slow. Jeez, we're slow. Yeah, uh, which I don't think we can do. So I think um, Mitchell. I agree with you. Like this is this is why we got into the club. Because mm-hmm. this is where we got killed last year in the finals in yep. the clearances. So yeah, great call, great call. Yeah, uh, Melbourne. Well, he's a touch and go whether he plays, but if Bailey Fritch plays, yeah. he's definitely the X factor because yeah, mine was he's, the same. A, he's a yeah. jet. Yeah. yeah, five goals on the weekend. Just kicks goals for fun when he plays. Yeah, I think when we did the preview show, yeah, he was Mike Coleman. Yeah, um, just because he's like that, he's one of those floor players. Mm. Like he'll play a game have. Almost no impact. You look at it; it's like he's, he's kicked two goals, one. Yeah, you're like imagine being able to do that with like zero influence. Yeah, and then when he does have influence, he's like, he's on, like on the weekend. Stands out like dogs balls. Yeah, um, and 
again, we know he plays well in the big games. Like mm-hmm. His grand final was unbelievable. Yeah. He just seems so... Not like... He just... He never seems overwhelmed by nah. anything. No. Nah. And he's like... He's built like a beanpole, but he's mm. just all class. So, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a big X-factor for Melbourne. Yeah. I, I, I dare say if he doesn't play, that's going to be a real... That's a... That's, that's, I mean, you talk, Melksham... Melksham is playing really well. I'll, yeah. I'll give you that, but... In terms of like aesthetics and like attributes, yeah. probably they've probably got someone they can replace. Well, they'll put they'll put Tom McDonald in that, and he'll be a. You have to, you know, you can't let him go. So yeah, um, like not a like for like, but you know what I mean. But yeah, with Fritch, it's just you. You got no one you can nah, just throw nah. into that role. So yeah, big, big um, X factor that man. Very big. Uh, your tip. Um, your who? I'm gonna go with my head. And my heart. Uh, no, I'm going to say Collingwood by a goal. Yep. I've got Melbourne by three points. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. a just absolute arm wrestle war of attrition. It, it, yeah, to, to me it does feel like it's going to be one of those two goals, two goals, one goal, one yeah. goal, Yeah, yeah. tie. It just it feels like yeah. all night you're just not going to be able to be comfortable. I feel like at the end of the game I'm going to cry either way. Um, yeah. You know. You are a crier. Uh, tears of happiness, tears of sorrow. Either way, something's going to happen. Yep, it's going to be wet. Yep. So we're different on that tip. I'm still okay. saying Collingwood can't win the flag. Apparently. Uh yep. Uh, send in your uh, <laughs> hit up Chris at his DMs. He, he loves a he loves a good DM about Collingwood. Oh uh, yes, yes. <laughs> DM me please if you want to let me know how much I suck at this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next game. Is Friday night football, Carlton versus Sydney. Mm. Now, I might go. Just I might start. Mm, of course, please. Uh, this is a this is a weird game for me mm. because, to be honest, I I love Sydney. Like I, I think I was very strong on them, and I understand how hard it is to make consecutive grand finals. Yeah. Especially when you've like been... And, and just history says it. History says it, even if you haven't been absolutely belted in a grand final. Yeah. Sydney's list is so good. Mm. Uh, and Carlton's list is... Oh, look, very good. Some very good players. Arguably the most influential player in the game right now. Yeah. Charlie Kerno. Yeah, definitely. He's, um, he's having... Mm. Well, he's just... Coleman medalist, yeah, but he's just playing almost Buddy Franklin like, yeah, you know, just yeah. you just can't take your eyes off him. You, you know he's going to dominate. Yeah, he, he's he's genuinely must watch footy. Yeah, um, and so I mean, my why's for them is super simple. Yeah, um, form. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't shy away from the fact that they're probably one of, if not the most informed team in I the think, AFL. I think over the last two months, definitely. Yeah. Um, the emotional energy, yeah. You you cannot deny that that's that's a that's that that's going to be a, a factor. Yeah. You know, just imagine that roar when they get out onto the ground. Well, as we talked That'll about at the start, stiffy, it's stiffy been producing. It's ten years of just you know the mm. gi- the sleeping giant has finally awoken, and it's not a sleeping giant you want to wake. No, they're definitely not, and the supporter base is so. Passionate and they've up. been so worked up for this. It's going to be... They've been teased for a long time. I would equate it to um, 
when Collingwood finally made the finals in 2002, it was the mm. same sort of deal. We'd had such a bad run with, like, you know, Tony Shaw and coaches and just – it mm. was just a shit show for so long. And then when we finally made it, the first – the final against Adelaide at the G was the loudest mm. noise I've ever heard. And I would expect Friday night to be the same. Well, I went, I went to the uh, 2002-2003 prelims. Mm. And that was pretty – that was pretty pretty nutso. Yeah. Especially from my perspective as a young boy <laughs> wearing Port Adelaide yeah. sporting attire. Yeah, yes. And people not caring about my young age. <laughs> Amazing how things never change. No, it's true. That's true. Uh, and, no, I, and Charlie yeah. Kerner's my other reason why. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it's just, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't know how you stop him. No, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yours? Uh, yeah, same. I think my wife, Carlton, is obviously Kerno is top five player in the comp. Any team with a top five player in the comp is going to be hard to beat. Mm. Um, Especially a forward. It's, yeah, exactly. Exactly. His, his influence is amazing. Mm. Um, but I just think Carlton's pressure in this run has mm. been probably, I would say, probably better than Collingwood's in yeah. terms of like when Collingwood's up and about. I think... Carlton's pressure, dog hungry attitude, has been enormous, and it's what's got him back into this sort of vein of form and um, up and going again. So I would say the why for me for Carlton is that 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 pressure, that hunger, that desire to the chase and the tackle. Cultural. They're just no. Always is the flog. Um, <laughs> I love him. Oh, no, I love him. Don't start me. I love him. Um, Little Owies. So and the, and the moth, the moth <laughs> Cottrell. I don't mind Cottrell, but geez, always like come on. Two <laughs> two time Brownlow medalist, four time Norm Smith. Always the way he carries on. Um, but that's my why. I think it's like uh, Carlton's pressure is enormous, immense. Kerno and they've just got so much talent around the park. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that's my and that's it at the MCG. So that's my yep. why for them. Mine for Sydney is unfinished business. I, I try not to be too long-winded with this. Mm. Um, you know, they've got they've got X factors. Carlton have X factors. They've played at the G. They're still going to have good support at the G. Obviously, nothing yeah. is going to come close to no, no, what no. they're going to experience. But there's just enough. There's enough talent on that list, and enough people who have been there to. You know, to to play meaningful footy in hostile environments, where I think they they could get the job done. Yeah, my wife for them is you touched on it earlier. I I just don't reckon they're in great form. No, they're not. So no. my wife for them is it's more if Carlton shit their pants. Yeah, is why Sydney. See, that's win. where the emotional energy can go yeah. lopsided pretty. It's quick. more if Carlton start feeling the pressure, uh, and Sydney do have talent, and they've got. As you say, experience heads across the park. So, if Carlton like you know start missing shots, kicking yep. inaccurately for goal, all of a sudden the pressure starts to mount. That Sydney's in. Yeah. But in a two horse race, um, on form, I'm I'm tipping Carlton. So yeah, uh, yeah. But the, my wife at Sydney is that if Carlton start to uh, shit the bed, yeah. And I think that's my not to jump the gun, but my 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 X factors. Are probably pretty symbolic of both yeah. of both those. Go for it, it Chad Warner. Mm. Someone we were like we were on the train. We're on the Chad train. Hasn't 
quite had the year that I think we all probably thought he was. Had a no. really good finals campaign. Yeah, he was. Yeah, well, he was their best finals. Yeah, um, contributor. And we were, and we were like, this guy is ready He's, to explode. Yeah. Yep. Hasn't. No. Not to say that he can't have a night Friday. Mm. Um, and the other one is Sam Doherty. Yeah. Now I just think from that emotional energy point of view, he is going to be so key as a leader to just sort of you know pulling them back and keeping yeah. them keeping them in because yeah. if you look at you look at a lot of them uh yeah Cripps obviously plays a big heavy physical game leads from the front yeah but sometimes if we if you've got this big fucking ball of emotion yeah and you see you see Cripps running around just trying to knock everyone out that's not necessarily helpful yeah. for to bring the other players sort of in line. So I think he's he could be so key to just be that level headed yeah. calming presence that they might need. Yeah. Um if things go if Sydney come out of the box and kick like three or four goals. Yeah, his leadership's gonna be massive. Yeah. I, I honestly reckon there's at least fifteen players in that Carlton team who are going, fuck. Yeah. So I have gone with Carlton. Yep. Uh, I've gone with Carlton by three goals. I don't think it'll get to that. I think that I just think Sydney's form on paper just hasn't been there all year, no. and you just can't trust that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's Carlton for me by by a few goals. Yeah. Well, my X factor just quickly. Uh, oh yeah. Sorry. That's all right. How rude is that? Um, for Carlton is an X one who's been in great form, Nick oh, Newman. Yes, he has, yeah. Um, I reckon he has been, again, over the last month, a really key contributor to Carlton mm-hmm. and their success. So for me, you know, X Swanee up against his old team, bit of X factor, look for him. Um, mm-hmm. And then for Sydney, like, this is not a X factor call per se, but I think it's remiss not to mention Eric um, Errol Goulden, who's been unbelievable this Gee, year. What a game he had last week. He's a freak. Yeah. Um, so well deserving of his All Australian. Yep. Nod. Yep. Um, so hats off to to him. But uh, X Factor, I, I I think if Sydney are going to win, it would be Heaney needs to do something. Mm. He's had a very inconsistent. Yeah, year. A bit of a. He's been a bit of a tease, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he has. So um, I think if Sydney are going to cause an upset here. Um, He's going to be the one that's going to have to chime in for a few goals. So yeah, he kind of fr- he kind of frustrates me. Yeah, he could be uh, anything. Yeah, he he could be, and I, I do wonder if like in on those days, and and you get these with small forwards, right? Mm. When it's not their day, it's it's almost a write off. Yeah, but he could play midfield as well. Well, that, that's what I like. If if I'm a, if I'm putting myself in the coach's box. I would do that with any small forward. Yeah, any small forward who can't. Yeah, who, who can get their hands on the footy a bit, get a bit of confidence. for five minutes. You never yeah. know what you never know what that could do. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that like yeah. Sometimes you see he comes away from games. He's you know, one goal, one eight disposals, and you're just like, this player is so good. Like, yeah. Just yeah. should never have that sort of output. No, exactly. So he's he's had a super inconsistent year, but. If they're going to win, he needs to be that X factor. Yeah, um, he does. And Carlton, tip. Carlton by four goals. Yep, there we go. Carlton by three goals. Carlton by four goals. Congrats to the Baggers. Well done on um, your one final and out. And congrats to Sydney for making it through. <laughs> <laughs> kiss of death. <laughs> yeah, girl, kiss of death. The 
First game on Saturday, the second elimination final. Mm-hmm. St Kilda and yep. the Greater Western Giants. Mm. Greater Western Sydney Giants. The, the Greater Orange Western team. Giants from the Sydney area. From the Western Sydney area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We um, can start this one. My why for the Giants is that they have, in front of our eyes, from the compared from the start of the year to the end of the year, have just evolved and grown and just... Um, it took them a while to get um, Kingsley's game plan, which mm-hmm. is fair enough, especially you have a coach for 10 years mm. um, and suddenly he's starting to um, ask you to do a whole new game plan. It's going to take time, but it has clicked. It's a great game plan. I've always been very bullish on Kingsley as a coach, mm. um, very smart operator. Same, I wanted him desperately. Yeah, I, I, I was surprised Carlton didn't grab him. I thought, you know, he ran second at McRae at Collingwood. I think he's... Um, He's a gun. So mm. that's clicked. Um, so the game plan, the game style they play is why. And Toby Green is why. Yeah. I just think Toby Green is a genuine three to four goal advantage player. Yeah. Without him, they're four goals worse. Agreed. So with him, um, he's just, he's like, you know, he's probably an obvious, too obvious an X factor, but he is just the factor. He is, yeah. Like he's, Genuinely called the barometer yeah. for a reason. Yeah. So, um, and they've, yeah, we all know the talent they've got. Mm. Um, exactly. Yeah. You have that many picks. Like, yeah. there's a lot of really good footballers there. You know, Whitfield, Himmelberg, yeah. Green, Green, Coniglio, yeah, all exactly. these guys. Yeah. Very, Kelly, very good They've just got, they've got talent everywhere. So, uh, my boy Riccardi. Hit a, hit a rich fame of form, as mm. has Hogan, too, who was, yeah. again, a top, what, top five pick? I feel like Hogan, when he came in, was like one of the best forward prospects, like yeah, touted in yeah. in Yonkers. But yeah, he's playing great. They're just sneaky good footy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my why for the Giants. Yeah, yeah. They're, um, can we can we just talk about Kingsley at the start of the year? How he basically scrapped a, an entire like preseason game. Yeah, because he's like, nah, I've got so much to teach these boys. Yeah, yeah. That is that takes a lot it of does. a lot of balls. I don't think you can question his conviction. I think he knows exactly what he wants, and I think he knows exactly where he wants the team to get to. And yeah. he 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 won't um, worry about doing things differently. And yeah, a proof of that. Yeah, and I, I reckon I reckon that's what I reckon as a coach that would help you mm. or hinder you in a job interview. True. Like yeah. If, yeah. if you go into Richmond and let's say Richmond are you know, have this, let's say they've got this, they've had this collaborative approach and all this sorts of thing and every, all these people have this input from here and then you get someone in the job interview for it and he goes, he goes, this is the way I'm doing it, this, 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 and it's so well thought out. Mm. People might go, oh, hang on a sec. Not for us, not not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. But a team like GWS, gee whiz, that is what, they need someone to yeah. go, no, this is what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean, the, the blessing was Clarkson pulling out of that yeah. job. Yeah. Absolute blessing. And n- nothing against Clarkson. No, nothing against him but at all, like, but Kingsley is that good. He is that good, and that is what that team needed yep. desperately. 100%. So, well done to him. Obviously, he's the reason I go for Port Adelaide, so he's my boy. Good yep. friends, close friends. Yep. So, yeah, look, I think, yeah, that's my wife for GWS. My wife was Toby Green. Yeah. 
and like I don't, you, we don't need to say it. We've already said it. Like yep. he, he's a freak. He's actually he's just a freak of nature. Yep. Uh, St Kilda. Well, my wife for them is um, that they're basically back in their early season form, mm-hmm. which is to say, um, you know, they're they're hunting the footy again. Their pressure's good again. I still worry about their talent, as in, like, when you stack it up against GWS and these other teams, it doesn't look as good. But yep. they were right in it against Brisbane at the Gabba. Mm-hmm. So my why is just that they they feel like they've – I feel like they've found their form, early mm. season form again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my why. I don't really have any other case for them, to be honest with you. Ross Lyon, baby. Well, yeah. This is, this, this is what – when you know what do you think of when you wake up in the morning? Uh, Ross Lyon, no. <laughs> Craig McRae. Craig McRae. <laughs> when Ross Lyon wakes up in the morning, mm. he thinks about elimination finals, mm. which is like sixty to fifty three. <laughs> that is that is genuinely yeah what gets him oh gets, gets him excited him, gets him excited. Let me ask you this: in terms of this this particular matchup. Uh, it's played at the MCG. I reckon you could have made a very strong case to have it at Marvel. In fact, I reckon it probably should have been at Marvel. Yeah, well, it's not at Marvel because the MCG needs two games. Is that right? Well, they got two. They got Thursday oh, they night, did Friday two. Night. Yeah, so, uh, it was an AFL decision. I'm not sure why, but um, mm. I would. Well, my question to you is: Would you tip the same or differently if it was at Marvel? No, differently. See, that's a it's a massive thing. I feel like it's yeah. harder for Ross and St Kilda to play that locking game that you're talking about at the G. Oh, they have no advantage playing at the G. Exactly. I think yeah. at Marvel, yeah, I, and my tip changes too yeah. compared to where where it's played. So, yeah, I, as as much as that Ross Lyon um, lock them down um, mm. game style. Uh, is going to work, it's harder to implement at the G. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, X-Factors? Um, we're not allowed to mention green, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you go first? Let me just have a quick think about this one. Uh, I mean, I was always going the St Kilda. I was always going my man from St Kilda, the Band-Aid. Yeah. Um, I've got a disgusting infatuation for the way this guy plays footy. <laughs> Like, he's just, everything about him just oozes class. This is Sinclair, right? Yeah, Jack yeah. Sinclair. Yeah. Uh, he is so pivotal to everything they do. Yeah. Uh, he's their best player. It's not close, in my opinion. Yeah. He's been their best player for two years. He's absolutely smacked everyone off the park. Yeah. Uh, so, he he was my one for St Kilda. Simple as that. If he doesn't fire, they've got zero chance. True. And we're not allowed to go. We're not allowed to go. Toby Green, no. But can I go Tom Green? Yeah, absolutely can. This man is. This man is built. This man is built for elimination finals. Yeah. Scrappy Ross line footy. Yeah, he is. Like He's a contested ball. Honestly, he could have. He could have thirty-eight. Yeah. And twenty-nine contested possessions on the weekend wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. He does it effort, effortlessly. Mm, he's, a, um, he's only young too. Like he's, he's a bull. Yeah, he honestly finds the footy yeah. the same way Ray Charles finds the piano keys. 
It's just it's unconscious. It's just innate. Yeah, he just <laughs> unconscious. He just honestly just he just knows where it is. Uh, so I think so. He's so Ray's been asleep the whole time. <laughs> basically, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, basically. That's why he wears the glasses. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, if we see if we see Tom Green come out to the MZG with glasses on, yeah, we know. We know why. Um, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> um, for me. I think for St Kilda it's Rowan Marshall. I yeah, just think that's a good he's one, yeah. he's been probably the second best ruckman of the year behind um Tim English. English. Yeah. Um he's a big boy, he can go forward. It's almost one A, one B. Like it's mm. I, I have I have that pretty close. Yeah. So I think he'd be yeah, he's a big reason. If St Kilda are gonna win, he'd be mm. one of the big reasons along with your boy Sinclair. Um yeah. and for GWS, I mentioned before I reckon it's probably someone like a Hogan. Yeah, I'm gonna say Hogan because if he kicks four or five, mm. I think again in that against Ross Lyon footy, if he can yeah. bob up for a handful of goals, I think that's gonna get GWS over the line. Yeah, because like you know, the St Kilda, St Kilda's back line is probably a little bit sneaky. Mm. So you have got Callum Wilkie who's made the All Australian squad. Yeah, very good. You've got Battle. You've just it's a it's a sneaky group. Yeah, I I'm think I'm not it, saying it's a an, no, but I think amazing. it's a it's a genuine team defense. Mm, it's not yep. an individual, you know, brilliance like a Weedering or no, whoever no. it is. Yeah, there's no household names. No, exactly. I, I, I was I was saying this in um, the Ligma executive group mm-hmm. group chat the other day that when Callum Wilkie was named the All Australian squad, there was seventeen fan, fan bases collectively all yelling who? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I mean, St Kilda supporters will tell you uh, oh, yeah. how good he is. Yeah, no, he's had a great year. Yeah, um, yeah, cool. Well, who's your tip? GWS by three, three goals, three points. <laughs> In saying that, uh, it's just because there's n- there's no home field advantage. No, for them playing at the MCG. No, exactly. Marvel, complete different story. Yeah, it was at Marvel. I'd tip St Kilda, but because it's at the G, I'm tipping the Giants as well, and I'm going to tip them by two goals. Yep. Nice. Uh, moving on to the game that everyone's been waiting for. This is the one. This is the one. It's the second qualifying final between Brisbane, Brisbane, <laughs> Boo Brisbane, and the Port Adelaide Power. <laughs> is that how your song goes? I can't even remember. Yeah. I don't even know. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, actually, uh, can we, have we can a, live. We haven't got the commercial rights to that. Stop singing. Stop, stop singing. We haven't got the commercial rights. We'll get sued. If I hurt you. Uh, I'm just going to start. Yeah. Why can Brisbane win this game? It's the Gabba. Yeah. It's at the Gabba. Yeah. They're a great team. They're a, great on I think paper. statistically a six goal better team at the Gabba. That's a lot. That's a lot of goals. That is. That's. Six. You're basically starting six goals down at the start of the game. That's fine. Yeah. Do you know how much we beat them by in round one? Uh, you smacked them. Correct. But it was at Adelaide. Let's not get into that just oh, yet. okay, sorry. Let's not get into that just yet. Uh, so, yeah, my reason for Brisbane to win is is pretty simple. List, elite list. Yeah. Made yep. a prelim last year. Yeah. They added to it unfairly, even though they've lost <laughs> one of those picks. Uh, Will Ashcroft, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. with his and, ACL. And he... Um, his absence has been noticeable, I reckon. Yes, but Momorenzi's own Darcy Wilmot is starting to. Yeah, he's been. He's starting to really turn it on. Yeah, 
Yeah, for for me, I didn't realize how clean um, Ashcroft was. Like mm. he's such a one grab, oh, get yeah. it out player. He was. Yeah, I, I think they're probably um, readjusted now, but for a few weeks after he was out, it was noticeable his absence. Mm. Um, my wife for Brisbane is the same. Gabba six goal advantage. Um, and then that talent talent on their list is massive, especially their forward line. When you get mm. when you get the um, twilight looking um, big boy, what's his name again? Hipwood. <laughs> Hipwood going <laughs> with Danaher, um, and then you've got obviously Charlie Cameron, who who's had another elite um, all Australian year. Yeah. Um, then you got Rayner. Huma Cluggage is back kicking goals. Massive talent on that list. Mm. Lockie Neal um, was back to his best against... His half sleeve. Yeah, it's sort of... It's starting to starting to take shape, that yeah. sleeve. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's going to be a big off-season. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to show up pre-season. Everyone's yeah. going to be like, what the... F- yeah, what's he done? Look at all those birds. Yeah. <laughs> So that's my wife for Brisbane. I think the same. Like, you know, they finished second for a reason. Uh, massive home ground advantage. So yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't fault you on that. One thing I did want to I want to just go back to Ashcroft and something you mentioned there about the the, the cleanliness, the one touch. Mm. Um, seeing the amount of footy I have this year at the uh, pathways level. Yep. It, it's it's amazing to me because you you hear about know who's who's going to be drafted and all this stuff and then you, you see him up close in person if you're a midfielder or forget forget just midfielders that is that is the one thing i'd be teaching a kid yeah be one touch be a one touch that is such a game changer yeah like they stand out more yeah. that stands out to me more than you know say someone with a thumping left foot kick because all, all of these kids are really good kicks yeah but the ability to be clean under pressure. Well, I would say if you if you can't do it in that level, you're not going to do it in the yep. AFL level. So I think if you're if you're fumbly mm. two grabber um, in that level, it's yeah. it's a long road to get to AFL. But. So think about Ashcroft this year. Yeah, who how, was how immediately one touch clean as. Think about how he was last year playing for the Sandringham Dragons. Yeah. In a midfield with uh, Cam McKenzie from Hawthorne yep. and Harry Sheasel. Mm. Oh, that'd be fun to watch. <laughs> Not fun to play against. No, I'm sure. Uh, so, yeah, that's Brisbane. But now... Look, before you do your why you, for you Port... Go, you go first because I'll probably get worked up here. My why um, for Port is down to literally three players. Mm-hmm. And they all play in the midfield. Mm-hmm. And their butters, mm-hmm. who, uh, as we know, won the coaches Brownlow. coaches association award, mm-hmm. um, and we just really hope he wins the Brownlow if it's not Nick Dacos. Um, two is uh, your boy Horn Francis. <laughs> <laughs> the boo bird stopped when you keep dominating. Um, and then obviously Connor Rosie. Yeah. They're the three Y. Those three in the midfield are my Ys. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think Port have any chance of winning if those three don't play at their best. Yep, I wouldn't. I got a list. Okay, got a list of reasons why. <sighs> Round one, we bet him by fifty points. Mm-hmm. Second best team for most of the year. Arguably the first best team for some of the year. Zach Butters, Jason Horn, Francis. Connor Rosie, we're going to do it for Tom Jonas, but most importantly, we're going to do it for Chris Bowen. 
That is why we're winning. I don't think they're going to do it for Tom Jonas. I think they're doing it for Chris Bowen. <laughs> I think they're doing it more for you than him. <laughs> Tom's going to be watching from the grandstand, right? I wouldn't be so sure about that. Ooh, he he can't. If he plays, you can't win. I'm sorry. Uh, he's that out of form. He is that obvious that he's done. And I love Big Tommy. Yep. I don't really, but for the sake <laughs> yeah. of this yeah. podcast. Yeah, best, best um, pals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I can't see you winning with you on the team. But but uh, TJ, all the best. Yeah, no, um, best, best I think if Mackenzie career. comes back, he's a clear out. But mm. if he plays, oh, jeez, I just feel like... Problem is we don't really have um, we don't really have much else. Yeah, which is why I reckon you are rank outsiders for this one. That's fine. I'm happy being an, I'm happy being an outsider. Mm-hmm. I, I've said all along. Yep. Well, not all along. I mean, I've said this all day. <laughs> Last hour. <laughs> I've said this all day. It's I feel like it's premiership or I feel like it's premiership or uh, straight sets for this team. Like I I, I can't uh, I can't really see us. No, nah, you don't. I I cannot see you losing to um, GWS or St Kilda in a quali- uh, semi final. Mm. You don't. You win that game. Yeah, I would certainly hope so, considering what I had said about St Kilda over the past. No, I think you win that. Yeah. Yeah. Long time. <laughs> Long time. <laughs> At least. No, so look, I think, um, yeah, I, I, I think for me, um, in terms of if you can win, um, you can't rely on um, Jonas stopping many goals. Yeah, look... I'll, I'll I'll be honest with you, I'm I'm already at the state of like I feel sick in my stomach. Yeah, and, and we're not at the game. We're not at game time yet. I, don't know, I feel like it's a bit of a free swing. Like all the pressures on Brisbane here. I don't think anyone's going to expect Port to win this. No, but like this is just the way I'm wired. Nick. I'm wired. Like so. Uh, so can you just show me where on the couch you'll be? Not moving from for the two hours? Yeah. Right there? Okay. Oh, well, that's the thing. is like, I don't know. Oh, like, it might be I, over there. I, 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 see, I, I have no idea. Like, I, you know, a few years ago, uh, Fantasia kicked a goal in the qualifying final and I walked up to my door and I headbutted it. Okay. Like, that's, I just, that's I lose. unorthodox. Yeah, exactly. Like, I wasn't even mad. And I, <laughs> I almost, almost knocked myself out. I wasn't yeah. available for the prelim. Yeah. Like, there's just, there's... There's a real inability in my mental capacity and makeup to handle <laughs> the emotional state of like any footy game. Yeah, and finals is just gets to the point where I'm just gonna vomit like mm. everywhere. Okay, and it's I'm like super uncomfortable even like thinking about the game. Like yep. on the surface, I'll be like, oh yeah, Port's gonna win by five hundred, but in like inside my head. It is just a just gong show of worst case scenarios <laughs> playing out. Yeah, like the Hiroshima bomb of results for an AFL team is what's playing on through my head. So I might okay. seem calm. Uh, no, you don't really. <laughs> well, I can tell you what's worse. <laughs> what's going on inside is a lot worse. So yeah, and look, I know a lot of people feel this way. I'm not. I'm certainly not alone. No, um, but. In saying all that, Port Adelaide wins by 60 points. <laughs> Who's your wild card, please, for each team? Uh, my wild card is Charlie Cameron for Brisbane. 
Yeah. Because I don't think we have a matchup for him. I would have thought you'd have more of a matchup for him than maybe one of the, like, I know Aaliyah will take one of the big boys. Uh, well, uh, at the risk of someone clipping this and sending it back to me, uh, Joe Danaher can't kick and Eric Hipwood start in Twilight. So, mm. not worried about them, more worried about, <laughs> more worried about the the motorbike bandito. Yeah, oh, and rightfully so, he's a gun and he's had a yeah. great year and he's going to be, yeah, he gets off the leash, good luck stopping him. Yeah, I mean, Joe Danaher can take like eight contested marks, but he could kick one goal of six. Yeah, well, my wild card for Brisbane would probably be, I was, gonna, I was looking at Danaher, and again, he could, like, he's, wild, he's quite literally the, Definition of a wild card. He could kick one goal eight, or mm. he could kick eight goals one, and mm-hmm. in them, you know. So, um, but the other one I, I mentioned earlier is like Hugh McCluggage as well. I just think he's back playing good footy, yep. hitting the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Um, just adds another dimension, and I think he'll need to be good up against those midfielders that I mentioned for Port earlier. So yep. he'd be my one. What about your one for Port Adelaide? I mean, Ray Charles. Ray Charles could see my X Factor for Port coming. Mm. It's Jason Horn Francis. There you go. Uh, round one, the third quarter, and I said this to you, and I didn't want you to attack me. I and never you actually you. you agreed. Uh, throw it back to the last episode and the stock market segment where I was attacked. I bought you last episode. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what the hell you're talking about. You anyway, fucking sold me. <laughs> Just as I got comfortable in our friendship. <laughs> Round one against Brisbane. Mm. The third quarter, there were shades of Nathan Buckley. Oh, yeah. With what he did, breaking out of the pack. Yeah. You know, Patrick Dangerfield, raw. He's like a clone of those two, I reckon. Raw power. And mm. he just, as a kid, bullied arguably the best midfield in the AFL. Yep. He's my X factor because he is one of those like McCluggage. You know, yep. the other dimension midfielders. Mm. You know what? He might not be a Nick Dacos where he gets, you know, he's never going to get like 38 touches. No, but he's, he's not an accumulator like that. He's no. just pure... Um, high impact. High impact, yeah. Every right. touch, high impact. Clearance yep. pig. Yeah. 25, you know, but manly each one, but possessions. Every, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but every one of them just hurts because it's a bloody... St- uh, breaking out of a stoppage, just yeah. smack inside 50, whatever it might be. Yeah. Oh, no, he's a gun. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. As I, and as I mentioned, that's uh, he was one of the three reasons why I think if you're going to win, it would be, um, be with him. Mm-hmm. My one for you is um, Houston, we don't have a problem. Oh, do we? We don't have a problem um, at all. I think he's, oh, he's had a cracking year. Um, and I just think if he has a, a day out um, in terms of just how he... Delivers the ball inside fifty, and you know mm. maybe he's rebound and all that kind of stuff. Rebounding defenders are mother's milk. Yep. So all those sort of things he's been doing all year, um, he'd be more recent. Like I think, yeah. you know, all Australian yeah. nominee. Yep. So um, yeah, I'd say he'd be my wild card for you guys. He's a good one. What one area I am a little nervous is the ruck. Yeah. Yep. It's a. It's a. We've. It's like been a carousel. Yeah, and. Brisbane's rucks, no, they're not like yeah, you know, like they're, they're they're genuinely like you know they they they're of that mindset of we'll just get two big bastards in there, and we don't really care. That's why I'm nervous because without Lysette, we don't have another big bastard. Yeah, um, yeah. we have a kid who's who's played a handful of games. Vicentini mm. looks like he's going to be a really good ruckman, but 
I could probably outmuscle him right now. Yeah. Which is not a good sign. <laughs> uh, so So who's your starting ruck first bounce? Well, I reading Twitter of the last few days it does sound like Scott Lysett will be ready to go. Okay. So my I I I think what I think what Port Adelaide like want to do is probably go with him or Sam Hayes, who's yeah. a bigger body. And then around the third quarter, sub them out. And then just go sort of pure Finlayson. Well, I just feel like, yeah, I was going to say that because I feel like a Finlayson, Horn, Francis, Butters and Rosie midfield is just a really different look. Different dynamic, yeah. And, I, and if especially if Finlayson can get up and down the ground. There's no way McInerney keeps suddenly, up with Yes, him. exactly. So suddenly they become, yeah. that, I think that's probably where, again, that's probably another good call just in mm. terms of what Port can throw at Brisbane that uh, might be a bit different. I think that's, what, expose them. that's yeah. what they have been doing. Yeah. Because I think that I think they like having it's like, that. It's like small ball and basketball, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't they don't want to do that from the get go because it no. completely takes Finlayson out of the. Yeah, you can't do that all game. Yeah, but um, it would be interesting when they pull the trigger because I mean you don't want to you don't want to let the game get out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they're no. still if they're still in it at half time, then and I, look, they're a talented team, so I'm sure they will be. Yep. Um, then that Finlayson as a different look, will be quite intriguing. Yeah, and if Dixon plays, Dixon can obviously pinch it and be a bit of a, that physical mm, strong. Presence. He's in big doubt, though, unfortunately. Big Charlie. Big, big, yeah, big doubt. And I, I, I personally wouldn't risk him. Mm. I actually quite like Ollie Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a big boy. Uh, yeah, big boy contest. Likes a, likes a bit of a... Yeah, a bit chippy. A bit, bit chippy. Um, you know what? They, they should play Tom Jonas. And Jonah should go out Alistair Lynch haymaker <laughs> style. I actually like this for him because he's done it before. He, he knocked the shit out of someone, didn't he? Um, uh, I don't. I uh, with a bump. Was it a bump or an yeah? Elbow? It was a bump this year. Yeah, oh, that was a few years ago. Or was that no? Or was that he bumped someone this year? Yeah, he, he's he's been known I don't to think throw. He's, I don't think he's got like an angry him. bone in his body though. I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna go out, Tommy boy. Let's just go out swinging. I'll pass this on to Port Adelaide. Just, I'm, sure, I'm sure they'd be. Yeah, they've responded just, to my last 98 DMs on Instagram, so yeah, maybe I'll just have to reach out to him personally. I think so. I think he'll respond. <laughs> That's just some free advice. Yeah, free advice. There you go. Uh, your selection: uh, Brisbane by six goals. Um, Port Adelaide by twelve goals. There you go. Fair. And balanced. Yeah. <laughs> if you've come here for impartial views, <laughs> please do not come back here ever again. Look away now. <laughs> uh, that's our first week of finals. Yeah, previewed. It is. Absolutely. Sorry, Ben Dixon. We didn't need you this week. Yeah, sorry, DK. But, uh, sorry, Brad Johnson. Not required. Feel free to take notes, though, boys. Yeah. <laughs> this is how real men do it. <laughs> real nuffies. Real, this is how the real nuffies do it. <laughs> Uh, well, there you go. So that's the first week of footy finals previewed. It's time for Australia's favourite segment. Mm-hmm. It is time for the stock market. Bring it on. Tonight we're going to be talking about the stock market. As a... Really? Woo, for the stock market. I was just trying yeah. to figure out what the hell was going on in the stock market. 
Timothy, you may go first, my friend. Who am I buying? Well, it's Great a very, question. It's a very good question. Well, I just asked it's, you. That's why we're here. Um, my first buy is Noah Lyles. Oh, yes. I was going to do this. Thank God. Thank God I'm talking about this. Uh, it's not often you get an American call out America on their bullshit. Yeah. Um, but Noah calling out NBA champions mm-hmm. as self-proclaimed world champions and then triggering yeah. nearly every NBA player yeah. alive um, was awesome. Oh, um, and this is such a me buy because it's anti-NBA. Yeah, but it's just, yeah, and I love, like, he is clearly a different cat, Noah. Yeah, he's clearly got a brain. Yeah, well, that makes him a different cat. Um, but, yeah, like, the NBA, there's no disputing it is the best basketball league in the world. Mm. But that doesn't make the NBA champions the world champions. Yeah. There's a little thing called the FIBA World Championships <laughs> at the moment. Which just happens to be going on right now. And that usually decides the world champions. Yeah. Um, so I love Noah. As I said, it's, it's rare that you get an American um, talking smack about America. I yeah. Suppose. They're so patriotic. But um, love that from him. Oh, and the, some of the responses were uh, Draymond, Draymond Green like talking about this guy's intelligence, uh, excuse me? Yeah, exactly. If ever there's a bloke who cannot talk about intelligence, yeah. the man who genuinely looks like he's the PlayStation controller disconnects mid-convo, <laughs> you should not be talking about intelligence, my friend. Uh, and he said he's a dick pic uh, sender. Exactly. Well. Uh, um, anyone, yeah. What about, what about Aaron Gordon? Oh, I could smoke him in a 200. I'll be honest, fam, you can't. No, I love... I loved how it triggered them all. Like, it was such yeah. a... Like, they just took the bait off. Oh, just so like, just like that. Yeah. And my, my, my favourite response, which I could, actually couldn't tell you what it said, because mm. I couldn't decipher from it, <laughs> Udonis Haslam. What did he say? I can't tell you what it said, but my favourite person reacting to it, right? Because you got Kevin Durant, you're like, yep, he's won a few rings, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got Devin Booker, hasn't won a ring. No. Bit of a sook. Yep. Yep, that makes sense. And then I was like, there's gotta be there's gonna be someone here who I just wasn't expecting. <laughs> Udonis Haslam. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh uh, uh, after retiring at seventy eight years yeah, old. Exactly. Uh they just they and usually when someone reacts as um passionately and violently against something, it's because they know it's mm. true. Like yeah. they know that it's like they're protesting too much. And the funniest thing is the um the Stephen A. Smith uh, bat symbol, like came out, came out over Gotham City, <laughs> and he was just like, just straight onto it, and he's just like, and you know what the most condescending thing is, right? So none of these guys knew who he was. No, exactly. And they were like, they were all like, yeah, mad respect for what this brother's done. <laughs> like you did not know what this guy no, was exactly. until he shit on your sport. Yeah, exactly. Oh God, it absolutely. It it's actually crazy that it's a. A conversation or not a, a debate? No, it's not a debate. They're not the world champions. They're the best league, and they've got international players in that league. Yeah, and it's called the National Basketball Association. It's yeah. not called the IBA. Yeah. Um and the craziest thing is America didn't yeah. even win it a few years ago. No, exactly. They lost to Canadians. Yeah, oh, well, they're a chance of not winning it this year. I, th- I think um, it's going to be an intriguing um, Puerto Rico. I wouldn't thought Puerto Rico. Um, Mexico City. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, 
Right on to Noah for just um, blowing yeah. blowing up the NBA. Imagine him waking up, right? Because I think he's like in Japan or something competing. Don't quote me on that, but he, there, he's competing somewhere. Yeah. Imagine him waking up the next morning, <laughs> looking at his phone going, Oh dear. I've upset some people. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all these people talking it about worked. me. It worked. It yeah, worked. Exactly. <laughs> Great first buy. My first buy is going to come across as a very surprising buy because okay. I've been very strong against the nation in which this is held. Oh, my God. Don't tell me you're buying England. No, please. <laughs> I need to go see a therapist. <laughs> I'm buying Le Tour. Le Tour de Francais. Yeah, what are you buying about it? So this Netflix show, like the... It's like the Drive to Survive. But oh, they've done the, one of the tour, have they've they? They've done one of the tour. Most of it's in French, Yep, which makes it hard. Well, subtitles. Subtitles come in strong. Mm. This, I've never understood this. And, you know, this is, this is something that I regret deeply. Mm. My grandfather, who passed away a couple of years ago now, mad cyclist and always tried to get me into it and I tried to watch it with him. Well, this is where these um, type of shows are so fucking valuable. This, yeah, like I just you know I, I could, I'm watching I'm like what am I watching yeah but now I have such a great understanding of it so do you know the name of the show because I haven't heard of it I think it's it, I think it's actually just called, called Letua I think it's actually just called Letua on Netflix it's on Le Netflix okay well I'll have to yeah I'm, it is I'll so, definitely watch it so good definitely watch it because I'm the same tactics um, all the stuff behind the scenes or even in front of the scenes I don't really know about yeah. it yeah because it's it's literally exactly the same as Drive to Survive. They yep. go through all the teams, yep. and the teams, and they you know they get you get access to their superstar riders, and like it just you you learn you learn a lot about. And who's your uh, so who's your favorite chemist? <sighs> so my <laughs> so my my favorite my favorite is a guy named um, I'm going to get his actual name because I will I would I'm dead set I'm going to butcher it. So I may as well butcher it properly. Mm. It's something I mean, respect just... he deserves. Yeah. So his name is Wout Van Art. That's a so, solid name. So he's a he's from Belgium, and he's a he's basically my, my understanding is and true cycle cycling people or listeners will probably tell me I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm too far wrong. So he's from uh, he's from a team called Team Jumbo Visma, who has like another solid name. Who has the their lead rider is like the one like the the one of the top dogs, one of the top two dogs in the world. Yep. But they've got like three riders who are like top ten in the mm-hmm. world. This Wout dude is one of them. But what I like about him is that he's selfish. Oh, good. Because they say, you know, the team plan today is for is to basically protect yeah. Jonas Vindegaard, who's the, the they, number They do that a lot, don't they? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically to and so like they essentially for you know, two hundred of the two hundred and twenty kilometers, they're given, you know, old mate a tail. Yeah. And then they drop away in the twenty like their cooked. Yeah. And this guy's like nah, I'm out. Just does his own thing. And I really respect that. And he's got real strong hairlines, which I'm kind of jealous of. Yes. So I've just... And just the, the raw passion and emotion mm. is kind of crazy because I'm not used to seeing that from French. I'm yep. used to just sort of seeing the passive 
retreating sort of <laughs> yeah weird Frenchy vibes. Yeah, we be. Yeah, <laughs> but they're just so passionate. This is their life. Awesome. No, I'm looking forward to watching and it. it. Oh, yeah. it's so good. Yeah, like Caitlin even watched it and enjoyed it. Mm. Okay, yeah. well, even better. So I'm buying Latour. Like, it, I think the tour just finished. Yep. So, but next year I'll, I'll be at I'll be at all stages. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll be completely. Jeez, in. I'm just I'm wondering how do I watch it because can I I don't know if I can keep doing the late nights. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm hard. gonna watch it and this is and just imagine you know. me trying to get that one through after just spent, after the ashes. Oh, I know. I thought we we're gonna have a winter off. No, I'm sorry. Uh, the ashes are finished. Oh, good. We, we can start watching our shows again. Uh, no, the tour has just started. We're just about to get to the climbing stages. Are yeah, you kidding me? Are you serious? No, we're not going out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my next buy, great buy, by the way. Thanks, my next buy it. is um, I'm buying the happiest people on earth. Now, it's not the Dalai Lama and his um, okay. and his Buddhist monks, and it's not Finland who, for the sixth year in a row, um, have won the happiest country according to the World Happiness Report. And yes, that is. A I thing. feel like that's 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 way wrong. Anyway, they've won it six years in a row, the Finland. So, yeah, to to all my Finnish friends listening. Okay, and uh, very happy to hear. Um, but it's not any of them. It's AFL players leaving cash converters. They are the happiest people on earth. These ads, <laughs> they are the dumbest thing. They you've come ever out. Seen. They come out beaming smiles. <laughs> I love it. And so next, I was just thinking, you know, next time I'm a bit flat. Or I'm a bit down, or I just need to put a massive grin on my face. I know where I'm heading. <laughs> Cash converters to go buy see a $2,000 surfboard. See if I can't bump into Jeremy Cameron or <laughs> Petrarca or Neil or Cripps and just say, hey, boys, how good is this? And then because, sort of, and I'll just skip, I'll skip out of the cashies. Because why buy power tools from Bunnings when you can buy them from cash converters, hey? I just love how, how happy they are. Ah. <laughs> uh, my second buy is something that I actually never thought I would be buying. I was, England. <laughs> I was very, I was very uh, against these. Now they're a bit of a craze that have happened for the last few years in major cities around the world. And planking. I close. I'm definitely against planking. Mm. I used to be against electric scooters. But now I fucking flog them. So I take lime scooters everywhere. Where though? At work. So full disclosure. <laughs> We've got a new sponsor. Full disclosure. I work in Cremorne. Mm-hmm. And if I'm getting the train, yep. I go to Funder Street, yep. Funder Street to Richmond. Yep. But if I go home, mm-hmm. I have to go Richmond, Flinders Street, and then through the city loop. Oh, nasty. I don't mind doing that. Yeah. So you know what I do? You get on a... I get on a lime scooter and I rip through Brunton Avenue. Awesome. I absolutely tear at a new one. Nice. And I, I get off at Jollymont. Awesome. I feel, like a, I feel like I'm a child again. Yeah. It is so much fun. Yeah, awesome. And so dangerous. Yeah, I was going to say, feels dangerous, especially in that um, high traffic area that you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, one time I had to get one, and I had to park it at the, out the front of the Royal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely not a sponsor of the show. <laughs> and I was like, 
This is a bad look. <laughs> <laughs> um, helmet on? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I reckon I, I reckon I run the helmet. I run the helmet if it's wet. Yeah. If okay. not, I don't want to ruin my hair. <laughs> you are I'll, throwing I'll, caution to the wind, my friend. I'll put the hat backwards <laughs> and I'll I'll buzz through Camor and Richmond and then yeah. go through the parks and then get out at uh Jollymont, hop on the train and go home and And with a pep in your step. Yeah. Window down, arm out the window like a bad boy. Cigarette. <laughs> But I love it. I absolutely love them. I was always like, look at these adults riding electric scooters. Like, you lazy fuckers, walk. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I don't know if I'm judgmental per se. I, I, I just am. don't trust myself to do On it. Them? Yeah. I yeah. just reckon I'd stuff it. I reckon I'd, I'd do something potato ish and end up uh, with a broken <laughs> neck. That See, that's kind of what I'm, kind of what I'm worried about. But um, risk reward. Risk reward. So yeah, that's my uh, second buy. Nice. Well, I'm glad to um, see that you're embracing um, fossil-free transportation. Yeah, yeah. No, doing a solid for the environment. Well done to you. Yeah. My third buy, and I don't like doing this because they've inflicted a lot of pain on me over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm buying Hawthorne Football Club, Ooh. the Hawks. I went to the game uh, where they smacked Collingwood mm-hmm. and I was taken aback with how physically big how big they are. They are. Just like in terms of right. they're not not like gym bound big, but like just tall athletic. Athletic. Yeah. And when they do fill out well, that's how they've good been drafting. Lord. They've been drafting these just athletic yeah. freaks. And you could I could it was very noticeable when I watched it the G in the flesh, I hadn't really noticed it on TV, but in the flesh, I was like, "Oh boy!" In yeah. a few years' time, these little, little scary, isn't it? It is it, more than a little scary. It's yeah. very scary. Yeah. Um, and I think Sam Mitchell's going to be he's a great coach, tactician wise and mm. whatnot. But just the makeup of the list that they're putting together, I was like, "Oh dear, they're going to be very scary in a few years' time." Yeah, was there anyone in particular that caught your attention? I, Josh <sighs> Weddle. Josh Weddle's catching. Yeah, catching mine. Yeah, oh, there was a few. I, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna. I'll stuff up names and whatnot, probably. But I just found across the board as you looked along the park, and maybe it was because I pulled our pants down that day. But I just felt yeah. like athletically, I was shocked at how mm. big they were. Yeah, that's a good buy. Yeah. So look out in a few seasons' time. I don't think it's next year, but I reckon it's from 25 onwards. Yeah, there's there's a there's a bit of the um, Kingsley teaching with, mm. with Sam Mitchell. Like yeah. there, there were some games where they've been, you know, downright uncompetitive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but for the large part, he seems to have a really good demeanor, mm. which is that of a. It's like a a teacher. He sort of understands young group. Yeah, I think he's, even, I think he's grown a lot as a person from when he first came into league to now. So yeah, Mitchell, like yeah, I think he was a very by his own admission quite a selfish, yeah right um, footballer and person mm. just in terms of very you know all about his own game and whatnot and a bit divisive as a captain and and all that. But I think he grew a lot in his later part of his years. Um, yeah. So yeah, and you know he did it. He did it the hard way in terms of how he got into the comp. You know he mm-hmm. had to. 
had to really scrape and yeah, like you know, almost Irish metal and all that. John Newcomb, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I think he's um, the fact that he had to earn his stripes. Just his whole journey has set him up to be a good coach. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good shout. My last one, I've only gotten one sport one. Uh, my last buy is fishing season. Fishing season. I you've bought a, you've you've bought a, a few little fishing tails over the year. I'm the first one to admit I'm not uh I'm not I'm not the prototypical you know angler. <laughs> yeah, not the prototypical angler or I'm very office worker e. Mm. Uh, very soft hands. No callus. No. Never, well, never picked up a piece of wood or a brick. I, in I don't life. know. Do you get calluses from benching a hundred kilos? Oh uh, well, yeah. Different. I don't know. I don't have any calluses, but I did that the other night. So, um, <laughs> just, a, just a little flex. <laughs> wasn't really a little flex. I still can't really move my back from it. But no, look, I, I've been as I as I grow older, I've been. Constantly moving out from those, you know, the the clubbing and mm. I've definitely moved out of the clubbing. Yep. But, you know, moving out of that, you know, chaotic lifestyle. In, True. In search of like... Tranquility. Tranquility in a piece. And this is almost like a call out, right? Mm. I really want to get into fishing. Yep. Now, I want someone to hold me to that. Okay, so if you say it out loud, you're going to hold yourself accountable. We have so many people that listen to this show. Yep. Someone will have, you know, the same level of willingness to go fishing or love of fishing Mm -hmm. that they'd be prepared to go fishing with me. Yep. And show me the ropes or show me the the line. Yeah, the line. Would that be the right saying? Um. Yeah, show you how to cast a line. I show me how to cast a line. Well, it's funny because yeah, I um, I've I've never I'm sort of the same. Like I've I've always wanted to get into it, but you know, you give me a line and you and and set up your bait and all that kind of shit and the hooks and that, and all of a sudden it's a bit too hard basket. Yeah. Um, but my old man's always been into it, and he um took my kids when we went up there uh last summer and had a day on the pier fishing. Did you, did you go? Great fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great fun. What'd you catch? Anything? Uh, no, I did not catch anything. Um, <laughs> did the boys catch anything? Uh, no, the boys didn't. My mum was there, and she ended up catching a couple of fish. So, yeah. your old man, he's, so like, he's been catching stuff all day. Well, my old man was like literally just fixing lines left, right, and centre because oh. the three Bahaja boys had no idea what they were doing. But um, <laughs> and, and inside, he's going, "This is a worst." He's like, day. "I hate this." He no, he loved it because of the yeah. two kids. But um. Yeah. But I enjoyed. It. I thought it was thoroughly enjoyable, yeah. and I, I'd, be, I'd be the same. Like I, if I knew what I was doing, I'd do it more often. And plus, our location's not great for fishing, unless no. you want to just jump on the Plenty River. But I don't think that's no, going to get. No, no, I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, it, it's it's one of those ones. Uh, I feel like if you if you don't have that knowledge, it's quite a hard one to get into. Because yeah. it could be almost a bit intimidating when you go to the pier and you see all these old dudes who've been doing it. For yeah, exactly. Years. You don't want to. You don't want to look like a flog. Exactly. Yeah. And like I look, hence, like, I look like a flog. Hence your call out. Yeah. Yeah. Hence my call out is like I need someone to help me. I need someone to guide me. Yep. I need someone to be the big brother. You need a fish whisperer. I need the fish whisperer. <laughs> so, 
I'm and he buying, or she might be listening. Yeah, I'm buying fishing season. Yep. Heaps of people, heaps of people will be like, you know, this is not going to happen. I want to prove people wrong yeah, once well, in my life. No, good on you. I, I, I hope you do it. I couldn't do it on the footy field, but maybe I'll maybe I'll do it on the on the pier, or yeah. in the or in the jetty. Mm. Yep. Yep. Well, I wish you luck, S- my friend. Stay tuned. My first sell is politicians trying to be cool or relatable through sport. They just and and the thing that irked me was the um eggs over easy Albanese um declaring a public holiday if our if our Matildas get up in the World Cup. I was like mate and rightfully there was a backlash, you know, where they were starting to say, Well, how about you just fund the sport? We don't want the public holiday and and then suddenly on the eve of uh, Australia's game against England, because uh, it's a state decision ultimately, mm. uh, Albanese yeah, threw, threw it back on. Yeah. yeah, threw it back on there, and then said, "I don't want to talk about it." It's like, yeah, see, this is what happens, mate. Yeah, any politician just just go to the sporting event, just wear, a scarf, wear your scarf, clap, take your photos, clap politely, clap. and be done with it. But do yeah. not start to get. Don't try and make yourself cool or hip or relatable yeah. by by jumping on a sport bandwagon because you're not authentic and it shows and ultimately it's going to bite you in the ass. And that's some free political advice. Uh, I'll give you some free political advice while you're here, fucking each way Albanese. <laughs> Inflation through the roof. Mm. Interest rates for homes are 15%. Talk to me about it. Bagels oh, through the roof. Would love to one, have one if I could afford it. Bread at Baker's Delight through the roof. Unbelievable. I can't afford to live. Mm. And here you are squabbling over, oh, well, it's a state's decision if it will actually be a day off. Pretty good. I rated that, actually. I do great politician voices, great umpire voices. Okay. Play on, out the back. Joel, your free kick, Joel. <laughs> they all talk the same. But anyway, but yeah, I'm with you. It's it's floggish behaviour. Yeah, it's and it's I, I I've had enough of it. Yeah. No more. Yeah, just ship off with your just leave sport alone. We need an election. I'm not even saying like get rid of him, but we just need an election because oh, we just had one. I don't want to. No, see we need an election so we can do the 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 drinking game again. Oh yeah, okay. Well, yeah, that, yeah we need an election. We do. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time I enjoy politics. Yeah, but I just yeah like <sighs> that's annoying. Yeah. Very annoying. That's a good one. It's a good start. I can see you're I can see you're worked up. I was actually a little bit heated. Yeah. Um oh, this is a this is I'm just gonna sell this quick mm. because it's like I don't want to harp on it. Mm. I'm just the arc. I'm done with it. Oh I'm, god, I'm, we haven't even... I'm, I'm I, I know. We didn't even talk about Adelaide is, shit show. Um, I just want to get rid of it completely. <sighs> this is probably a whole episode, but there's a real simple solution and the technology is out there through Hawkeye mm. with 8K cameras with 200 frames. You can mount them on a goalpost. They don't cost as much as broadcast cameras. Mm. They're probably going to cost 10 mil when the AFL gets a couple of billion from the TV rights. I think it's money well spent. Yes. They won't do it for – I think now it's become an ego thing. Yeah. Um, or something, I don't know what it is, but the fact that they don't invest in the technology absolutely Bonkers. grinds my gears like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, and 
I hate I hated every aspect of what happened. Yeah, it was hated it from Adelaide's perspective. Is that yeah. it's, it's cost them? You know, there's a large financial. Well, not, they weren't a certainty to win, but they were certainly in the box seat. Yep. But, and not only did it cost them their final spot, but then it just ruined what would have been one of the all-time great last rounds because of the mm. yeah yeah, which which is exactly why the AFL gears the. The, like the, what do you call it, the schedule. Yeah, and the it, way it, it does. So they shot themselves in the foot with this one. Yep. Um, everything around it sucked. Big the, time. The people shutting down, people shutting down the, like, you know, like I was having a conversation with people and I was like, and because people were saying like, well, hang on a sec, we, we get called back for when there's a goal. Like, why can't we do that? And they go, oh, no, because the play started, then we've got to stop the play. Just do it like soccer with the... With the VAR system. Same as the NHL. NHL. If the, if the NHL, if a goal's scored and it wasn't called, they blow a siren. Yeah. There's, there's, and the, and you know what? Who who gives a shit? No, exactly. It, but, it, yeah. It, but they, they don't have the, my my bugbear with it all, I keep coming back to is they don't have the technology to prove definitive calls. Yeah, anyway. exactly, yeah. So it's like, if you haven't, if you're not going to invest in the technology, don't do it. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Get rid of it. Yeah, just yeah. Like, I, you, I I tend to agree, mate. In I its current state, you've got you got four Nokia 3310s. Yeah, just stuck onto the goalpost. Well, the best angle of the keys goal came literally came from an iPhone in the crowd. Like that was the best angle. Yep. Like that is uh, that is circus stuff. Um, yeah. So you couldn't agree more. And and now the overcorrection since that reviewing. Anything or anything to save their bacon. Again, yeah. the technology is not that. And the Petrarca one was just as bad. That wasn't touched. Yeah. It's, a, it's guesswork. If you, if you have to guess, don't do the system. I agree. Yeah. And I'm almost like, I'm almost not, I'm not super upset with the goal umpire. Mm. I can understand how he did it. I think it's a bad mistake. There's a lot of, but like, I can't, I really fault him for not checking. Yeah, well, he should have checked. Yeah. Uh, That's the meltdown. That that's the meltdown. The actual original decision, I can see players close close to the goalpost. Yeah, and there was a. I think it was hit. Hickey might have hit the post. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. But, Can't fault him for that. But gee whiz, when in doubt, just send, it, just send it up there. So yeah, yeah. So that's my first one. That's a good one. I, I yeah, I'd oh, I'd totally forgotten about that. Um, but yeah, Jesus. Anyway, yeah. my next sell, and it's and it's interesting because you pretty much just. Um, Mentioned it. It's almost a segue. And I'm going to get you to do the voice for me. Um, is umpire commentary, and in particular, outside five. Can you just give us a few? Outside five, outside five, play on. Stand. 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 James Sicily, stand. Stand. Nominate. Who's nominating for West Coast, please? Jack Darling, nominate. Thank you. Out the back, play on. <laughs> Oh, hey, hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. All right, guys, coming out the back. Recall, recall, <laughs> recall. <laughs> oh, I, Throw it up. <laughs> I just, it's one of those, uh, I, and I hope I don't do this to anyone, but once you notice it, it's so hard to stop hearing it during a game. Mm. I, I, when you watch it on TV, outside five, outside, oh, Jesus, <laughs> shut up. It's like the glass shattering. It's like, oh, oh no. It's just, I can't stop hearing it, and I'm just like, ah. Oh. Uh, look, I, I get the umpires and wanting to hear their decisions, etc. But 
is there a better way we can do it where we don't have do to we, hear do him we need say it? it? Do we do like just well? Do, I just think have him down, and then if there's a, a contentious decision, the person in the truck just yeah, like, them back like up. puts it back up. Because Isn't I that what can't, we have producers for? Yeah, well, uh, well, it'd be more an audio technician, but yeah, I can't keep hearing this outside five stand, outside five stand, outside five stand, outside five stand. I can't keep hearing that. It's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. It is a lot, yeah. and no other sport has their umpires like that. No, no, they have them mic'd up when they specifically need to hear from them in the NFL. Yeah, it's like the NFL, you like they NBA. turn the mics on. Yeah, exactly. So, can we look at that, please? Most most fans know what the like the umpiring gestures are. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't need I don't need you to hear Port Adelaide hop in the back. Like I I, yeah. I know what the gesture is. Yeah, exactly. And do you know what outside five means? Uh, it isn't it like the 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 protective zone. Yeah, but I, I uh, my re- my re- um my thought of it was that if you're not standing them, oh, sorry, you've got to be five meters back. Five yeah, meters yeah, yeah, back. yeah, yeah. And so when you've gone out five meters back, they say you're outside five. Yeah, because then you can move around. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. but like that's never been explained. No, and yet it's still it's probably the one thing you hear the most out of umpires if you watch a game. Yeah. That and stand. But um, it does mean that in. Anyway. It's that's, crap. That's a sell. Good sell. Thank you. Now, my second sell, mm-hmm. if you look over my head, you'll see something on the wall. It says, two kickers, one cup, 2023 draft. So, that is my NFL Fantasy Football League. And it looks like... Um, propaganda on it. It's got Chris Bowen, 2022 champion. Chris Bowen, 2020. No, 2014 champion. Correct. Chris Bowen, 2018 top week score. Chris Bowen, 2017 top week score. Back Chris back. Bowen, 2005. Yep. DVCA rep side. Yep. That's pretty good vision from you too, by the that way. That is great vision. Yes, yeah, so I did make that's, the Diamond Valley Cricket Association. That's, uh, uh, that's 2040 side. vision. I'm, I'm at least 10 metres away from this board. You are, yeah. So I'm selling... As we've just had, we just had our draft mm-hmm. a while ago, and the board's still up. Yep, I'm selling fantasy draft meltdowns. Who's who's melted down? You did. Yep. Why? I did all this work. I do months of research. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of the people in this league show up tonight just, and just yeah. do it. Yep. And and you know what they do? They take players that I want, mm. and I and when I get, I got pipped three times. And you'll understand this because yep. you're a fantasy drafter. Yep. I got pipped three times with the player I wanted, the pick before mine. Ooh. And I spiraled. Yeah. Yeah. I set a whole plan. If I take a tight end in the first round, I'm not reaching for a quarterback. Guess who has two thumbs and reach for a quarterback? (laughs) And I just... Plan went to shit. Plan went to shit. And so, like, I honestly think I've put together a disgraceful team. Well... You, yeah, uh, I was going to I was going to say, well, you might be, but then I was thought, you know what, the success is built on draft night oh, in fantasy in any fantasy. Sport. Yeah, the foundations are, yeah. La- are laid. Yeah, and here's the thing: I'm the most active. I'm the most active with ads and drops mm-hmm. by a long way. Yeah, and I, I stand by that. Yeah, because I would rather hear something, pick up the player look into it more and then go, oh, actually, not much in that. 
yeah, yeah. catch you later. Yeah. Then be like, mm, let's read about it. So I'm not writing my season off, mm-hmm. but I have really shot myself in the foot, like with a assault rifle, AK-47, just destroyed my foot. Oh, dear. Uh, well, um, you never know. So the trophy might not The might trophy not be might not be here. Longer. No, we may not be adding 2024 to anything. No. But you never know. Who knows? Know it's a long season and it we is. haven't played a game yet. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, my last sell is UFC, UFC fighters mm. unable to recognise when their opponents have been knocked out unconscious. Oh, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> They call it the ground and pound, um, but surely when your opponent's lying there like a first aid dummy, mm. you don't need to give them a few more no. smacks in the brain box, do you? Like, no, the, uh, it's the hammer fists, <laughs> which are like... I was watching oh it, and I was like, that dude is, um, is, has departed, his soul has left... Um, he is dead. He is, and you've no just and just, you've just decided to give him a few smacks around the ears, just because you've just, <laughs> you've just thought to give him a f- <laughs> eight pound fist, just in, just in case he like just, just to make suddenly sure. comes to life like Jesus on the third day. <laughs> um, it's quite, yeah, it's it's brutal. It's it's a brutal, and uh, I suppose what I was I was like, you know, the AFL cracking down on head knocks and CTE, and you've got all these sports that are so worried about it, and then, and then on the flip side, you got this UFC. Yeah. Where they're just literally just smashing each other unconscious and then still gra- and, and still dead. ground and pound until the ref just rips him away. Still just headbutting them. Um so Simple buy. What was a sell? Simple sell. Don't sorry. don't Simple buy, don't maybe do that. just do your um opponent the courtesy of not belting him to the shit when he's knocked out. Yeah. But, and there'll be some UFC people saying that I need to grow up, but um, I just found it yeah. quite humorous. No, they won't tell you that you need to grow up. They will hammer fist you yeah, well, while you're laying unconscious on the canvas. Hammer fist me while I'm awake? <laughs> By all means. <laughs> Put me to sleep, Put me to sleep. <laughs> Give me the choker hole, the guillotine choke or whatever you want to call it. But, um, you know... Once, once I've gone non-ites, just uh, <laughs> leave me there. Prefer you put a little blankie over me. Yeah, yeah. put a mint on my pillow. Yeah, put a mint on my pillow rather than hammer face, hammer fist my face. <laughs> oh boy, that's a good one. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, my last sell is a person who you do not know. The audience okay. does not know. Mm-hmm, should be good. I don't know his name. Oh. <laughs> He's going to be known as. The servo flog. The what, sorry? The servo flog. So he works at a local servo? He didn't even work there. Okay. So minding my own business in their Sounds passenger like it's seat. a very personal cell. Yeah. <laughs> minding my own business in the passenger seat, pulling yep. into the servo. Yep. And uh, a car just follows behind quickly and takes the, the next uh, Bowser. Yep. Whatever mm-hmm. you would call it. Mm-hmm. And... Like, he kind of hits it with it with his mirror to start. So, like, I'm not off to a good start. I'm like, I was like, geez, have, have a go of champion here. <laughs> and uh, he gets out of the car. He's brushing his teeth. Okay. That's, that's and I'm like, unique. Uh, so, it must be pretty late at night, I'm tipping. Nope. Are we talking early in the morning? I'm talking 4 p.m. He's oh, 4.30. Okay, he's a super rare. Yeah. 
And I'm like, I, I filmed it. I filmed him. <laughs> I'll, show, I'll show you the footage after. Can you put it up on the uh, refill Instagram? I don't, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> we'll pixelate. <laughs> pixelate. <laughs> I'll cover his toothbrush <laughs> so he can't identify it. So he gets out of the car and he's brushing his teeth while he's... So strong hygiene habits, tick. And I'm like, God, this fucking, this guy. Not only is he brushing his teeth, he's got a little Bluetooth in. Oh, he was on the phone. He's a flog. Mega flog. So this guy, he's filling up his he's filling up the petrol, right? Yep. Taking his time too. Yeah, sure. Brushing his teeth. Yep. Has a blue who has a Bluetooth headset these days? Not since I had me Blackberry. Yeah. He's on the phone to someone. Yep. If you were to guess the nationality of someone like this, and we're well, not I don't want to be racist. No. I would guess he'd be an American flog. He's American. There we go. So just people, he just people just have to know he's American. Yeah, loud, brash. Yep, dental hygiene, mm. immaculate. But pull your goddamn lid in. Yeah, that's another, and we discussed it last week. Marinated in oh, fog sauce, dripping, dripping everywhere. <laughs> yeah, pull your head in. That that's. Yeah, there's no, it's like people who speak loud on trains and make you hear their conversation. Like, yeah, you're not that important. No one gives a fuck. No one cares. You're not that important. You're getting the train. I know. And no offense and, if you get the train. I get it too. I'm yeah, not but, important. I'm but not pretend yeah, to be exactly. So you know, was it what? What was he driving out of interest? A uh, soccer van, a soccer mum van, <laughs> whatever they call that. The, the Kia. I thought you were going to say a Tesla for sure. You know the the Kia the, the oh, Kia the Carnival. Yeah, the Kia Carnivals. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there you go. And no kids in it, thankfully. Well, we don't want to we don't want to speculate as to what he uses it for, but yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, servo flog gets my last cell. Yeah, well, because that is the most floggish behavior. Floggish behavior I've I've come across in a long time. <laughs> well, there you go. Mm. Um, good, good cell. Yeah. Good last cell. Mm. Like it. Did you get your last one out? I did. Oh, nice. Well, there you go. Is mm. mm. a Long overdue stock market edition, and uh, if you're therapeutic, always feels a bit therapeutic. Yeah, after and that. Um, to the servo flog out there, I apologise if. You and if you are listening, um, <laughs> call in. Be better. Uh, hit Chris. Hit Chris Ex- explain why. Hit Chris on his DMs. Yeah, hit him, him my DMs, and I'm yeah. always happy to hear from people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's finish off this. We may we may go through. I guess the finals teams that didn't make it. And yeah, we of, talked about the teams that have made it. Mm. What about the teams that missed out and uh, yeah. already on their Mad Monday? Where to? Where to next? We'll go from the top. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've the ladder there. I do. I do. Um, finishing in ninth position was the Western Bulldogs. Um, something's wrong down there. I, I think feel like they need to change a coach. They don't need if they don't change the coach. They need to do a Bomber Thompson style um, setup where they need to let let Bevo just coach because at the moment it feels like he's probably got a bit too. Again, this is all speculation of what you hear, mm. but a bit too much power, maybe across too many things. Yep, I think they need to rein him back and yep. probably just say Bevo, you're the coach. We just want you to coach and do nothing else. Um, put you know, put some new blood around him. But the fact that he lost. Rowan Smith against his will, mm-hmm. against his wishes. Weird. Weird. Especially your favourite yeah. son like that. Um, 
Yeah, and there's, you know, talk about players wanting to leave and just things aren't right there. So, um, and they haven't been right for 24 months, I don't reckon. I would agree. I would say the... um, Chasing their tails almost, it feels. Yeah, but even Bevo's attitude, like probably from the Tom Morris press conference, which was round one last year, I think. Yeah. Or round two. um, I think it was round one. uh, It just... It was really odd behaviour then, and ever since then, I just reckon things have been, have been weird. NQR. Yeah, I would agree. There looks like they're probably going to lose Bailey Smith. Yeah, I think he might go to Geelong. Yeah. Um, it's got a Cotton On sponsorship. Uh, Geelong is sponsored by Cotton On. You do the maths. Yep. Um, English is out of contract next year. Norton's out of contract next year. There's whispers Trelaw wants to leave. I think... Something's going to give, so we'll see what it is. Mm-hmm. But they did sign Bevite to a two-year extension in December, which was again was a weird thing to do. Mm. Um, and you know, I know it's funny because like Kane Corns is a massive critic of Bevo, yeah, um, and a massive supporter of Hinkley. But when you actually look at it, Bevo's made a two grand finals, won a premiership, runners-up in the last seven years. Mm-hmm. And Hinkley's never won a, made a grand final, so. I think you can be, you know, you can overlook the fact that just two years ago the Bulldogs upset Port and made the grand final. Um, They didn't just upset us, they beat us by 95. And halfway through the third quarter of that grand final they were right in it um, Mm -hmm. until Melbourne just went ham. So, um, (sighs) Probably the biggest watch this space, I reckon. Massive watch this space. Um, What... What they do and how they approach um, the beverage situation is going to be fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they need to cr- recruit anyone, uh, any positional sort of stuff they need to look at? Probably, they probably need another Probably need another defender. Mm, I think definitely. Uh, but like, yeah, it, it's uh, it's a hard one. Like, I mean, I, I was of the belief that like I would have... I probably would have, if I was in charge, I would have gone with a fresh face mm. uh, at the helm. Yep. Nothing against Bevo. Like, I would have, I'm not saying he shouldn't have coached That's again. That's not a personal thing, yeah. It's exactly. not a personal thing. It's like, you know, Kevin sometimes, Yeah, sometimes you know, you Kevin just, Sheedy, like, yeah. his message fell on deaf ears. Sometimes you can just tell when, uh, yeah, when the coach is cooked uh, yep. at a particular group. Message I mean, it happens to Damien Hardwick. Exactly. So... Ross Lyon at Frio. Mark that, Williams at Port Adelaide. There's like, a whole heap of um, examples. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, I think watch this space <clears throat> with them. Really good list. Yep. The top end of the list really good. Bottom end of the list is not good. Yeah, the depth falls yeah. away very quickly. Yep. Uh, Adelaide? Um, unbel- I cannot believe they missed the finals. They yeah. were definitely one of the best teams I saw. Their fault for not making the finals. Yeah. Yeah, they they lost too many games away. Yeah, um, and they lost too close. many. They lost too many games where they had the other team had no business being in the game. Yeah, yeah, they so didn't put it them is away. All their fault, which is fine. But I'm very bullish on them next year. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to go. Eventually, bang. They, eventually, they, they, you figure that out. Yeah, exactly, and it's yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think they've still got salary cap space to move. So mm-hmm. I, I think they'll be quite active in the. Um, um, off season with getting uh, a couple more players, and I, I think now they've become a destination club, right? Like they've always been a big club, mm-hmm. um, but I think you'll find 
I think you find there'll be a few players that look to get over there, especially ex South Australians. So very bullish on their season. Very disappointing they di- they didn't make it, but as you say, they probably only got themselves to blame. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of people will a lot of people will be say probably critical of uh, you know going after like players like Rankin or whatnot. But that, to me, that's to, to me that that's that signals uh, any intent. Yeah. Right of they're like, yeah, we feel like we're coming out of the rebuilding phase. Yeah, and you know, I, I think that's that's one of that's something that lures players in. Yeah, like uh, some players have got zero interest, zero interest in going to a club who's like, yeah, we're still rebuilding, but we think you're a part of our next Premiership team. Like they want to see, they want to see things. They want to see tangible evidence yeah. of that. Yeah, and I think Nick, I think Nick's is a really good coach. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, uh, and I think he was. I think he was pretty open on in saying like after the Sydney game he was like, "Hey, we that yeah we got you know we can be upset we got we got nothing to be upset about like we put ourselves in this position yeah which is the right approach because yeah. he could have very easily no exactly he could have thrown the toys mm. out toys out with the cot and blamed it and but no I'm I'm very bullish on where they're yep. where they're heading um, and whoever they recruit or add to the list is just um, icing on the cake I reckon for next year yeah. Essendon. It's so, uh, funny. I, I never, um, I never watched a lot of Essendon sort of post July. No, post mm. June, and then I, I'd sort of, I was quite surprised that the bottom fell out of them. Um, and when I saw that, because G- their good was quite good. Yeah, and when I saw that GWS yeah. score, I was like, "What the hell's happened here?" Yeah. And then when we played against them um, in that final round, mm. I was just like, "They, they have just, yeah, and they, I mean, they are lost." When they their um, selection like sort of indicated that that was that sort of game was coming. Yeah, well, um, if you listen to Bomber fans, they were quite unhappy with the selection in that last month to two months. So I think they thought players who probably weren't performing were getting games ahead of mm. players in the VFL who were performing. But yeah. Um, yeah, I was quite shocked at that GWS. Yeah, um, and I think they're an interesting one for me next year because you got players like um, Nick Cox. Yep. Who are to make or break year for him, I reckon. Yeah, like uh, I I I don't think we I don't think we really know what he is. And I yep. think like next year he has to answer that one way or the other. Yeah. Um you know, it's all, all well and all well and good to, you know, be this, you know, midfield winger who yep. has size, but like um you know, if you can get fourteen touches a game, mate, that that's probably not probably not gonna cut the mustard here. So not not all his fault, he's had injuries. Yeah, exactly. Um, would never also pot a Diamond Valley boy. No, of course not. Strong Northern um, Knights man. But you know they've got uh, they've got a lot. They've got they've got a lot of players on the list who are, you know. Well, I just think now that Brad Scott's had twelve months, he he came in quite late, uh, so he didn't have the chance to assert himself in mm-hmm. terms of his assistant coaches and support staff and how he wanted to structure his coaching and footy department. So I think. And he's a strong personality, clearly, with a very experienced. Yep. Yep. So I would be, um, again, I think it's like the Bulldogs a little bit just in terms of watching spaces in, in terms of how they structure up their footy department mm-hmm. in the off-season and what changes they make because I think there is a yeah, few more changes be, coming. There's, yeah, there's going to be a lot. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Bombers, and, surprising uh, how badly they finished, to be honest. Mm, I mean, the, there's never a dull day at Windy Hill. 
No, seems um, seems for, for for good and for bad. Yep. Uh, Geelong. Yeah, um, I suppose it was probably just that the aging list. It was mm. you know it was going to happen. Um, I thought it might have happened probably next year as opposed to this year. But yeah, uh, when injuries hit, and mm. the injuries are going to hit when you get an old list. Yeah, I think it just they just never they're always chasing their tail. It seemed like. Um, yeah. Yeah, which happens when you get off to the start they got off to. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, no, I, I was with you. Like, um, I know adding, you know, Jack Bowes is no superstar, but... No, they... Yeah, uh, adding Bowes and, and Bruin... I thought Tanner Bruin would have had more impact. I, yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't think he... I don't think he had the impact that Geelong no. was no. Um, expecting by any stretch of the imagination. No. That's not to say he, he won't... No, I think he. Yeah, that. I think he can play, but yeah, I thought they would have expected an immediate impact from him. Yeah, and and that's and that's a fair uh, assumption mm. coming into a team which is fairly established. Yeah, and is going to put a pretty good, pre, pretty good setup for you to come in to yeah. as a young player. Not a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, what do you make of Henry? I think he had a pretty good year. Yeah. The um. I don't. Having said that, I don't. Well, I, I'd be interested to see what you think. I don't reckon he plays in Collingwood's first final um, if he stayed at Collingwood. No, I would agree with that. I don't, I don't know who he's pushing out yeah. of the team. Yeah, if you look at it on paper now, it's like... I don't think he plays. I think he's probably maybe a sub, but probably in the emergency list. I, I just don't would see you, Would you use that player as a sub? A Henry? Yeah. Uh, potentially. I mean, he was actually he was quite uh, influential as a sub last year when he came on as a sub. Yeah, okay. But uh, my point, I suppose, being that, uh, yeah, I'd, Geelong, it's going to be interesting how they transit. Like, So we've clearly got one more year out of Tom Hawkins. Mm-hmm. Probably one more year, if not two at the most, of Dangerfield, Reese Stanley. They've got a, still got a, quite a few of that olding, uh, aging list that mm. will transition out soon. So how they... Isaac um, Smith is a big loss. Isaac Smith's gone. So how they um, handle that sudden lack of... Um, Talent will be very interesting as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, agreed. Uh, and if they get Bailey Smith as well, that's sort of signalling that they're... And I, I feel like as long as um, Chris Scott is coach, yep. they won't do that. They won't so, get Bailey Smith? No, no, no. I mean, like, they won't just go... Yep. They won't go meekly. They, they'll keep trying to top up. Yeah, there. no, that's what I mean. Like, they won't... But I just don't know if they've got the assets to do it. After they gave yeah. up so much to get Cameron, um, yeah, kind of, they kind of feel like remember Brisbane when they got Favola, yeah, they got like they got like five or six of these players, and you were kind yeah. of like, what it do come, you? It comes to a point where you're like, no, nah, you've gone too hard. Yeah, you yeah. like, what are you, what are you, yeah. what are you doing yeah. there? Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, we'll see what what happens next year with them. Richmond, um, uh, I find them a bit like the Bible, Richmond. They're very hard to read. I feel like if they had, they're Tom, in trouble. I think if they had Tom Lynch in that team for the whole year, they they're probably playing finals though. I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with you, but I, I also think that they're probably still making up the numbers. Yeah, well, again, they've they've just lost a sudden. Well, they should have some salary cap space. Cochin gone, Rewalt gone. Um, Who else is gone? Uh, you know, Costanza went. Can't stand Castania. He went at the start of the year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like they should have some cap space, although yeah. they did 
they are paying Toronto and Hopper a fair bit of money. But, but they I, have. I'd still think they'd have. But a much like Geelong, I don't think they have any assets. No, probably not. Probably not. So, yeah, I, I think, and it's it's not unusual, right? Like they won, they won four flags. Mm. Uh, sorry, three flags. Um, Geelong, you know, they, you can't be up forever. No. And I feel like Geelong and Richmond were both up around the same time and they're probably going to have a little bit of a lull before they jump back into the eight. Mm, I dare say you might see, and you might see this with, uh, uh, maybe you might see this with Geelong, you might see this with teams like Richmond. Next year's, not this year's draft, next year's draft is supposed to be really good. Yep. I dare say you won't see those deals for like a, for like a Taranto and Hopper. Yep. Like this trade, this yeah. trade season from team because everyone want, everyone's going to want to keep their draft picks. Yeah, for they're that. like, yeah. you know what? Like nothing against Tarando's had a had an unbelievable year. Hopper had some injuries, but still had like you know, he's, he's a good footballer. He's yeah. a very good footballer. Yeah. Um, but you know, a team like that, it's going to be like, mm, we're probably going to hang on to the hang on to the candy here. Yep, yeah, which is fine. Yeah, um, no, you can't. You absolutely but, can't. But they wouldn't. For that. They wouldn't be expected to bounce back into the finals if that's their thinking. No. Um, this one's going to be interesting. Fremantle. Yeah, um, I think they're going to bounce back into the eight next year. Mm-hmm. But on the proviso that they get their system right, I thought they, I thought they got found out at the start of the year for playing a, a game style that was redundant and old. Yeah. You know, like the Collingwood Richmond. GWS um, run and gun style yeah. Richmond of old, but you know, um, you know what I mean. Collingwood are now um, Carlton. Just the, the this new handball, quick pressure, mm. pressure, pressure through the middle. Um, Adelaide, they all do it now. But Freo were just still playing slow, boring mm. um, footy, and I thought that I thought it wasn't so much the talent that let them down, but more the Coaching and the yeah and the game plan. I think they just totally butchered their off season in, in that regard. So yeah, the um the old uh, the verdict is still out on JL. I suspect it is. Um, which is so that's the big one for me because I think they've got enough talent. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they've got arguably the best one-two punch. Yeah, in the midfield, and they've got collect like they could trade Darcy and get. A bounty for him, a hundred percent. I think they should do that. Yeah, I think they should too. And they so they can get they've got draft collateral or trade collateral. Um, yep. So I expect them to bounce back into the eight next year. Yeah, yeah. Um, they 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 do genuinely have assets which yeah. they can and again can but, part ways. But with. again, it's on the proviso that they get their system right because yeah. I think next year if they miss the eight again. JL, see you later. Yeah, Gonzo, um, like Jai Amos took a really <laughs> big step, which yep. I think. I mean, with with young forwards, there's always the hope, right? That yeah, they, but they've got they some it. good. But, yeah, and who's yeah? There's another forward down there who's uh, quite well, they impressive. Got, they got heaps. They got uh, Tr- Tracy or Tracy. Tracy, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. They got Sturt. They got they got they've got a bunch of. I mean, and what's one thing that you know? No one is ever. No team's ever upset about. Good keys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you, you absolutely you take a pun on them, and when they work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think Jackson much better in the ruck than as a pure forward. Yeah, I think he's just a pure ruckman, mm. but a, a could be a dominant one. He's so athletic, and he's only yeah. young still. Oh, he's like twenty two. Yeah, or whatever. Like yeah. so. Yeah, 
I mean, I would. Uh, it's weird because Port Adelaide need a ruckman, mm. and well, they'll probably get Grundy. Yeah, and like, oh. I'm on Darcy. I'm going to Sydney. Yeah, I'd go to Sydney. I know he's a Geelong boy, so Geelong need a ruckman. He might end up there, but mm. um, it's it's just it's going to cost. Mm. It's going to cost a lot. Yeah, um, and rightfully so. He's he's yeah, he's, he's very a good, bloody good. So yeah. Um. Okay, so Fremantle. So you have them back. Gold uh, Coast. Yeah. Um. A bit like the Giants. I'm not sure they will be able to. They've got. I've clearly got the talent. Can they get the game style down pat before September? Yep. Like Giants just made it. Can the Gold Coast do it under Hardwick? <sighs> they got a Ruckman. They got an. Uh, Forward and they got a midfielder coming in this draft, and they are all elite, elite talents. All play round one though. The Ruckman probably the only one. So him and Wiz. so J- Jake Rogers. No, I don't think he won't. Oh, oh no, but the sorry, other the two Ruckman, will. The other two will. Yeah. Yep. So Jake Rogers is the midfielder. Yep. Strong name. This kid does not look like a kid. Yeah, right. He he looks he looks about as bona fide ready. Yep. For AFL football, as any of the draft prospects that I've seen. Yeah, right. Um, so the way the system works, mm-hmm. so he plays in the Gold Coast Academy. Yep. They play maybe four or five games. Yep. The rest of that time, he's playing VFL. Big boy. Big he's he's big. He's ready. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't think talent's their issue. No. It's just, as I said, whether they can get Dimmer's game plan going. I, I still, it feels very, I know Dimmer said I'm not the Messiah, but it feels very Messiah-ish. Like yeah. Everyone just assumes now that Gold Coast are going to win flags because Dimmer's there. I'd, I'd, I'd hesitate at that because the record of premiership coaches going to another club and, and getting won. a premiership is yeah. rare as hen's teeth. Yeah. And so, and I just think, you know, I don't think Stuart Jew was a dud. No. So I don't think it's just like, Damien Hardwick is a six-goal better coach than Drew, for example, however yeah. you want to um, equate it. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm just a, watch your space. Mm. I think their talent is undeniable, though, so. Yeah, Noah I mean, Anderson is. Oh, he, if he doesn't win the Brownlow next year, it'll be the year after. He is so fucking good. Yeah. My, my French, but he is unbelievable. Yeah, no. We're um, like, we're spoiled. The game's in a great place. It's an unbelievable place. But like, love it. How many mid? How many like elite young midfielders do we have that we've oh, probably like great. just mentioned? Yeah, exactly. Oh god, so good so, to watch. Yeah, and yeah, even getting a yeah getting a place in their twenty three next year is going to be. They've got a lot of depth. Yeah, crazy. It's going to be tough. Yeah, and they might be ripe for the picking for a few um, a few trades and whatnot. Yeah. Um this year I don't know. Yeah, like I because I, so they'll want because Dimo is going to want some senior. Talent around these kids, right? Yeah. Just to probably ex Richmond, maybe. I don't know. I would love Lacocious. Yeah, Lacocious is a guy. He, he's from South Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, there was like been murmurs that he's wanted to leave anyway. So yeah, I, I think, I think, I think he's. Oh God, I would take him in a. I'd take him in a second. Oh yeah, yeah but geez, if either Adelaide or Porter, they got him, had, had plenty straight away. Yeah, but yeah, oh, they're a fascinating watch in terms of. Um, of how quickly they can uh, jump into the finals if yeah. they take to Dimmer's plan and all goes well. Yeah. Um, Hawthorne, you're the team that you bought. Yeah, I'm 
where do they go next year? I don't think they make the finals next year. I think they're a 2025 team. Yeah. I think one more year of just this? topping up their talent. Yeah. Um, and then they start to – and then they'll probably go, right, who can we gra- – like a, Adelaide, when they grab Rankin, it'll be right, mm-hmm. who can we grab? Who's out of contract? Yeah. Who can we pinch that's just going to give us that little extra 10% and yeah. 2025 onwards, Wooshka. There's so many of these, so many of these players. You kind of like you knew about them, but then you like, like, like what, what do I really know about them? You watch them and you're like, yeah, jeez, hang on. I, I I am quite envious of Hawthorne's recruiting because under um, Clarkson, it was all let's just get elite kicks, left footers. Yeah, so it was a plan mm. and it worked. And now you look at it and you go, you can see it. As I said, when you go to the game, you just go um, athletic size. Mm-hmm. Tall, um, you know, it's it's a very clear um, type of player that they've recruited, yeah. and they will recruit, and that's what they're basing their team around. It's a very considered plan, um, and I think it's going to work. Yep. And the last two, we're just going to put these two together: North Melbourne and West Coast. Um, I think North Melbourne is still. Uh, I mean, well. It's going to be very interesting to see what uh, we've what talked about. The draft. It. Yeah, yeah, and what West Coast do with pick one because... Yeah. Um, what a calamity of errors that I was. Oh, I mean... We could, we're, no, we're not going to get We're not going to get into it. No. Um, North Melbourne winning that last game, what were you thinking? Um, <laughs> no, but I think like West Coast want to take Curtin. Yep. That's a, that's a lock. Where do they think he would fall to if they didn't take him at one? Would I they... don't think he. I don't think he'll. His stock has risen so much. So I feel like they'll keep one and take him there. Yeah, and then North Melbourne take Reed at two. If yeah. So the only watch out for me is is if Melbourne, who have five and some um, assets, try to get that pick one. Yeah. But yeah, and go for Reed. Yes. Oh, hello. And then and then. Me. Yeah, and then because um, the flip side of Curtin is that he will—he's a flight risk back to WA. Yep. So it's, and Freeman, I don't have a pick until like no, nah. so like twenty. So West Coast might go. You know what? I don't think any Victorian team's going to take him. Um. So we, we're good to hold to five, mm. and then yeah. So I think that whole um draft swap situation could be a, could be a, bit could be a bit going on. Um, and just quickly, Adam Simpson. I wasn't surprised by that. I reckon, no, either. I reckon um, it's I'm, not his fault. No, and I've mentioned this before, but um, and I got I know someone knows him, um, not David King, someone else. Um, but um, Adam Simpson is deliberately left out of list management. Yeah, and I reckon it's a great idea because it doesn't. It, when a coach starts having say on list management, it blurs the line. It blurs the lines, yeah, greatly. So West Coast is just like. We we recruit him, you coach him. Yep. And so, and I think there was a point of frustration for him because there was some um, plays that they brought in here he didn't want or didn't like or mm. whatever. But I think that's ultimately saved him. And I so I think that's part one why he got saved. And then part two is because Justin Lang is on the Eagles board, mm. a very loud voice. If there's anyone who's going to support a coach yeah, not getting sacked, yeah, exactly. That's Justin Especially Langer. a premiership coach. Exactly. So. Yeah. And I mean, I think the money is probably the third thing. Honestly, I think West Coast oh, could afford I mean, to pay could, him out. So they could swallow that. I think it was more the first two that saved him. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll see how he how he goes. Um, but I think I'd back West Coast to rebound before North. Agreed. Yeah, 
Agreed. Don't really have much to say about North Melbourne. Good young kids, good coach, but yeah. they're still a fair way off. Um, yeah. And the intrigue goes to the draft, really. So Yeah, it'll be um, – I, I can't wait for the trade period. I love yeah. the tra- it's like Christmas. Yeah, it is. It is like Christmas. But, but first, we must uh, watch our teams play off in the grand finals. So. Yeah, good luck. And to you, my friend. Thank you. I'm going to need it probably a little bit more than you, but uh, – We'll never know. Um, long episode, but a good one. I hope you enjoyed it all. And, and if you love your footy, that's just two nuffies talking footy. And I exactly. hope you I hope you enjoyed a bit of bit of footy talk. Yeah, just a bit of footy talk because you know what? Yeah, just two blokes talking footy and and talking about the game that's just in such a great oh, it's place. In great Nick. Oh, it's in great, great Nick. Nick. It's Uru. All right, go the pies. Go Port. Go what's mine? <laughs> Speaking of floating on air. Mm-hmm. My first buy is Mascots Trucking Kids. What? Bull Nuff Alert. My last sale is Chuppa Chup Rappers. <laughs> You're looking vibrant, relaxed, youthful. Thank you. Yes, I, I, um, I don't feel any of those things. But <laughs> Neither do I. I don't look at... Wah, 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 wah. Oh, God. We've gone full Nuffy.